You don't call a, you don't call a sandwich a bread sandwich. Yeah, I mean, you can do. You, you can, can do, but then but that what has bread in the toast. No, but that has the toast in the center. So if I say a mat sandwich, that means a mat has to be in the center. But and also, I'm... it'll be a Momo sandwich too because it'll go Wib, then Matt, then Snipe, then Questions, which is me again. So we're sort of both in the center. It's like a club. We're like a big club sandwich. We're like a Big Mac, but big with mat. two bits. Big Mac, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and as always I'm joined by Whip. Say hello. Hello to that. I am also joined by Drama Matt. Say hello. Hello. Have either of you ever tried 73 as a sex number? <laughs> um, I mean, how are you today? Uh, but also my first question was, like, is, is well, still standing. Well, since um, the, the thing about 73 as a sex number is a joke from before the podcast recording is a thing, mm. uh, so people won't understand what we're talking about. Uh, uh, you... I can say uncategorically, yes, I've 73 a lot. Oh. Uh, but I'm okay, despite all the 73 Oh, does it do your back in? Really fucks your Drama, back Do you like being the seven or the three? Mm, I mean, usually you... I, go for, I go for the five. I go for, like, a bit of both. Oh. Ah. Oh, okay. Okay, so you, you're, you're versatile. Mm. With with your sevens yeah, yeah. and your threes, that, no, yeah, that's, that's I think admirable. I think most people would be, but you just have to open your mind a bit to it to start with. Yeah, I think people maybe start off as a seven or as a three, and, yeah, and they then... just kind of feel like they want to stick with what yeah, they know. You get stuck it can in be a little bit intimidating. Yeah, of course. Uh, feel free um, in the comments to write down what you believe a seventy-three would be, <laughs> <laughs> whether you are a seven or a three. Yeah, or a verse. That's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, shall we go and do the podcast? Yes, okay, so we've got some general stuff to talk about now. There's some 40k news. There is indeed, yes. Yeah, they've got a new, new Abaddon model, where it looks like he's got a space heater on his bum. He does, And he does. he's also playing tennis. Uh, we, we have all seen the Photoshop uh, jokes, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so um, Abaddon the Spoiler has... Got a new model for the first time since, like, second edition. He does look like he's playing tennis, doesn't he? I know, right? <laughs> he's like, your serve, 40, love. Um, I think the model looks pretty fucking great, honestly. I think it looks good. I mean, like, the whole, like, really fancy character models are always a little bit over-detailed for me anyway. I get you, I get But you. I, I like how he comes with three different heads, so you can have, like, normal, stoic Abaddon, or uh, Abaddon, or I'm... Dusting a house, Abaddon. I'm allergic yeah. to dust, so he's got House, a little housework, Abaddon. Housework, Abaddon. <laughs> you just replace his sword with like a sweeping brush or something. A feather duster. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, he ties like a cute little maid outfit to the outside of his power. <laughs> We're not talking about Abaddon's cute maid outfit. Yeah, I, I really he's going to join the band Bandmaid. Yeah, he is. He's going to be on. I don't know. Xylophone. Abaddon is a fucking Japanese idol now. He is, yeah. Uh, but to be fair, he always has been, and we've always known this. That's true, that's mm. true. Um, but yeah, you can also have him with cape or without cape. Yeah. Um, since the old one didn't have a cape. 
don't think so. I mean, I, I personally would probably have him without a cape so I can like show off his butt heater. Yeah, because he does have a little thing that looks like it looks like a space heater. He's got like a little on and off switch latched just just above his butt for reasons I don't quite he understand. He gets a chilly butt. I mean, I did I, I did speculate um, that it was because of the raw, cold Celtic energies emanating from his anus. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, been known legit. to happen, and it's to keep the troops that he's fighting with behind him warm, um, so they yeah. don't get frostbite from yeah. from his butthole. Yeah, so that, that's actually really sweet of him. He's, he's a better yeah, leader he, than people give him credit. He for. He really yeah. is, you know. I mean, I mean he's got problems. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Um, there's also uh, we've been, you know, for quite a while now. We've been getting slow, slowly more information about the new box set, Shadow Spear. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, before that, we, we haven't asked Matt. What was your opinion on the new Abaddon model? Yeah, it's fine. Good. Good. Thank uh, you. Thank you, drummer Matt. <laughs> so now, Matt, can you give us your in-depth opinions on Shadow Spear? Yeah. Looks good. Cool. Yeah. 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 No. It's fine. No. Good. You heard it here first. I like everybody. The, the I like the big beetle spider thing. He's cool. That's actually pretty rad. Yeah. It's a big bag beetleborg. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so. Obviously, if somehow you've missed this new box set coming out that has uh, Vanguard Space Marines who are like Primaris that are all in the like slimmer version of Mark X armor. Well, most of them are in the slimmer version of Mark X armor that Reavers wear. And uh, versus Chaos. Um, and we'll we'll get to the Marines in a second, but I just want to say about the Chaos stuff... Um, I'm really glad that they seem to be finally actually rolling out the aesthetic that's on all all chaos, like nearly all chaos space room models now, onto the basic chaos marines because the basic chaos marines are using models from like the early two thousands, I believe, yeah. and they look so out of place with everything that's been released since then. Like especially, I think it was like Dark Vengeance in sixth I mean, edition. Not entirely, if you put the old Abaddon model there. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> some of the old character models do match with them, but yeah, but yeah. yeah it's it's um, it's like an aesthetic that I think the first thing I saw them in were like that style of aesthetic was probably the Space Marine video game. Oh dang! And they started doing it there, and I was like, Chaos Marines look so much better like that. And then a little while later, Sixth Edition came out, and they were using it for for Dark Vengeance, and it was like I really like that thing. And then they just released like one aspiring champion, I think it was, and then nothing else. Yeah. Um, for for the regular Chaos Marines, like they had uh, their jump troops, which I always forget the name of Raptors. Raptors, yeah. They um, have like little spiky feet. Yeah, and they release <laughs> like lots of little things that have used that kind of aesthetic, and they've all looked really cool. But then just the basic Chaos Marines have just been the old yeah. ones ever since, and it's well, at least they're finally yeah. getting around to it now. Yeah, I'm hoping that because I I've, I remember I saw something on the Warhammer community where they were talking about that the stuff here is kind of just a start, and they'll be releasing stuff in this aesthetic like properly. Mm. Um, at some point afterwards, so hopefully the Chaos Marines actually get a proper, a proper thing. Um, and of course, the big, big possessed boys are pretty rad as well. Yeah. Um, and then of course we have the Space Marines, which have um, one unit in particular <laughs> has, has driven discourse wild. Oh yeah, the suppressors, which are the new jump troops. That are basically uh, inceptors, but with auto cannons. But yeah, they're basically like um, normal, uh, they're kind of like normal inceptors, but with big auto cannons. And I have seen a lot of people do not like them. 
They are very upset by them. I apparently, I didn't think I had strong feelings about them, but I apparently do. This is all you've talked about. I mean... Okay. Since they've been revealed. Okay. Okay, it's not, I get it. They they don't have full on jump packs. Okay. They do the hop, but they're still on flying bases and they still move twelve, which is bum. If if the leaked rules are true. If the leaks are true. And um, it's like, no, I get that, that's really fucking stupid. And but I, I wasn't actually going to talk about them. Oh I, I because I, I basically ha- I acknowledge like straight away that I have strong opinions about them and I don't want to. Because okay. it's really dumb to have okay. s- such, like, I genuinely, like, I actually like the look of the models. I, I, I like, je- I actually quite like them, especially in the Shadow Sphere box. Like, I think those actually look really good. But there's just lots of little details on them that drive me nuts. No, I get that. I get um, that. But the, it is me being so petty. Yeah, a little bit. That <laughs> I, I You're don't... being such a fanboy, TM. Yeah, kind of. Kinda. <laughs> I, I'm I'm letting these things get on top of me. Although, actually, in in um, legitimately, um, the fact that there's lots of things, the, the things like the jump pack thing, is to me is just about consistency across the range for easy readability of what something is. Because um, I great I, the guns kind of do that, but I, it does seem weird to me to have units that look so much like another unit, but the travel in a different way but sit on the same bases and it it just seems strange to me to do it like that well, it seems that. like there would be other ways of doing it that would not be quite as inconsistent from well, a I understand you know, it from like, like silhouette a purely, kind like, of target yeah. readability kind yeah. of standpoint yeah. but whatever but I was just yanking your chain I know I, I know um, you, are, you are missing out the most important character the yes. most important model reveal yes the vanguard lieutenant <laughs> Captain Lieutenant Upside Down Face Man. <laughs> yes. He um. is so important. <laughs> yeah, if you turn the image upside down, he still has a face. <laughs> he has like a really short face and a yeah. high form. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah, Captain you Lieutenant see it? Upside you Down can't Face Man. It. Yeah. yeah, that's literally all I can see. I mean, I really quite and like... And it's amazing. I, I do love like the half um, like face mask <laughs> thing. Well, yeah, you just turn... I want to see someone turn that upside down and like <laughs> what on the actual model on the actual model and just have an actual model of captain lieutenant upside down someone will do it but that the only problem with that um vanguard lieutenant is i i do feel like he's a bit overburdened with detail yeah, let me... why why does he have two knives next to each, two knife scabbards next to each other on the same side one is for one is silvered one is steel one's for monsters one's for different kinds of monsters i thought it, this was going to be like one's for starter and one's for the main course no <laughs> my reference was way better yeah well uh, your yeah. reference actually makes sense a little bit yeah thank you <laughs> which is Possibly the first time I've ever said that to you on a podcast. <laughs> I know, and I'm so glad I have it on tape so I can just play it in the dead of night with you. At what you said actually kind of made sense, and I'll just be so happy. Um, but yeah, I think he, like, I think it was Coco Chanel said, before you leave the house, remove two accessories. This guy thought she said add 20. Mm. It's a bit excessive. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not even like because forty k, you know. I, I get. Quite often yeah. there are there are things that are a bit overburdened with detail. That is true, but, yeah, but I, I don't know something messy. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I maybe maybe it's because uh, most Primaris figures and the Reavers that these are obviously based on um, are quite limited in detail mm. because Primaris have like one. <laughs> One look, 
and it's just how you paint them. Sorry, I've just noticed his upside down face again. I'm just going to scroll down so I can't see anything. Um, so Primaris that have got a bit more detail on them look cluttered in comparison. That might be it, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it's also because I really don't like the little visor he's got. Just... I don't mind it. I mean, it, it, keep, it protects his chin, so I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Although I do really like the sniper marines, uh, they are really, cool, really cool. Yeah. What are they yeah. actually even called? Eliminators. Uh, I, I, I've, I always really like sniper models. They just don't. They very rarely work in a game. Yeah. Oh, uh, so if you if um, you like snipers, uh, sniper scouts for space marines actually work really well these days. Yeah, cool. Um, that's basically the. I, I remember hearing tales of in tournaments, um, a lot of people just not taking regular marines and they just always take like sniper scouts. <laughs> so. I don't know if that's still the case, but um, I know that was for a little while. At least according to people I read. Basically, I'm second-hand going. I'm probably like completely wrong. It's fine. You speak with enough authority in a British accent, everyone will listen to you. <laughs> a lot of people make careers off that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who am I throwing shade at? <laughs> who knows? Um, but yeah. Um, so Shadow Spears, um, look, you know, an interesting mixed bag, and it's... It's got people talking. Yeah. There's heavy discourse on it. Yep. Especially from people figuring out how to modify those uh, suppressors um, <laughs> to make them look how they want them to look. Yeah. Um, but hey, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm not super fussed about them, but, you know. I really don't right. have a particularly strong feeling about them. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about them, Matt? Um, I, this probably isn't a new thing, but I really like their bendy flying bases. They're horrible. Yeah. They're absolutely awful. Um, the to work with, or... of, yeah, okay, yeah. The connector on the top of them is so small, and it's like a tiny little thing that you just have to hinge them on, basically. Yeah, and it sits on. It doesn't like you know how the old ones had like a little peg that fits inside yeah. the model, so they have something to hold on to. These don't. They you have to glue them to the model, so you can't take them off. And the position point is quite small, so magnetizing them isn't even like super easy. Uh-huh. Um, they're the fucking worst. That is why quite often you will see people with inceptors just glued to the bases because they've snapped off them too many times. Well, there was that big diorama we were looking at at Warhammer World where they'd literally just not even use them and just glued them to the actual fucking diorama. <laughs> yeah, that should tell you how good they are. <laughs> they, they are on paper, they look great. Yeah, um, to use, they're horrible. Mm. Um, sorry, sorry to destroy that illusion. There. Oh, well, I'll just, I'll just. Shut up and have no more opinions. Then that's fine. Okay, that's good. That's good. You do um, realize that's the only reason people like listen to this podcast is for drama Matt's opinions, right? It can't be what, for mine. You, it's <laughs> not for mine either because I, I don't think I ever come out with opinions. Just kind of screeching in the occasional like. You swear have never word. once had an opinion. No, you do good. You do the good lies. I don't lie ever. I have never lied, and I will stab anyone who says differently. Not that I've ever stabbed someone. Apart from that one guy. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of the people that you've killed, uh, one last thing to mention is that they have announced a new line of books called Warhammer Horror. <laughs> Which I love the idea of. Uh, I th- yeah, going to be focusing on horror stuff. Um, some of it um, is um, already existing things like... there's I think it's Drakenfels. I've never had to say that out loud. Um, Starts with a D. It's a vampire novel that was pre-Black Library. Um Ooh. That was written by a guy under a pseudonym. And all, see, I had a look at his Wikipedia page and he wrote a shitload of vampire books. He <laughs> just he really also, likes vampires, yeah, so which he, I can respect. So I mean, he wrote the one for 40k. He spelled well. werewolves wrong, but okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he wrote the one for Warhammer Fantasy, sorry. 
Um, so they're re-releasing that under this line, and they've got a bunch more that are being um, released. Uh, one of which is the audiobook is being read by the guy that played Pinhead. Oh, what's his name? I don't remember. Shit. I, I've never seen Hellraiser. I, I feel like I should. Um, it's fine. I mean, Longfang really likes it. I have negative connotations associated with it, so I think even if it was, if even if I, if it is considered a very good movie, I would not actually be able to accept that opinion because of my tainted past with it. That's that's fine. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> could be anything. Really. It could be anything. But um, we obviously um, haven't had that come out yet. But uh, I'm super interested in that because horror is something that I feel is a real good fit for um, both both Warhammer, you know. Well, Age of Sigmar now, yeah. um, and um, 40k, I yeah. think, both could no, benefit mean, 40K greatly. 40k has so many elements of it that are so ripe for horror stories. Like, the warp in and of itself is a fucking horror story. The warp is like Chaos. being inside um, HP Lovecraft's butthole. Yeah, so. exactly. And it's like... Like the things you could do. That's racist. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's really dark in there, which he really doesn't like. This is where some prick in the comments will be like, "Actually, he was a xenophobe, not a racist." Fuck off. Actually, it's mauve, not per. Fuck off, mate. Anyway. Anyway. HP Lovecraft was a fucking dick. Moving on. Like, there's, like, there's so many things that you could, like, there's bits in, like, the Black Library novels where you have normal people just kind of experiencing chaos and stuff like that, but they don't know what it is. Mm. And that is fucking scary. It's like, it's like the whole Cthulhu kind of mythos and, like, speaking of H.P. Lovecraft and stuff like that, and that kind of horror where the horror is confusion, yeah, and it's like even though you, the reader, won't like know what some of these things are, the fact that I feel that if you weren't to name these things, it's like oh yeah, there's like someone just encounters like I don't know, someone ripping like a, a demon ripping out of somebody's like a body, pink like horror a fucking ripping pink its way horror into ripping reality. its way into like their fucking market. That is going to be that is like that's perfect. Mm. It's like you don't you, know, you don't you even really need to mention the space marines. Or Just the subtle like that. whispers of the warp on an yeah. unguarded mind. Exactly, you fancy bastard. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like there's so many creepy things in 40k that you could just go nuts with. Yeah, or alternately, they could just reprint all of Ian Watson's books and just call them horrors. Or they couldn't <laughs> ever and should not do that legally because then they should be in jail forever because that's a legitimate oh, crime. The latest the latest White Dwarf has no. index um, assassins in it and it references Mother Gullet which is in itself Stop. a reference to Inquisitor. Stop. So Ian Watson's taint and we almost deal with his taint, has not left. It has what been officially keep... canonized. It is officially still there in 8th edition. What did you keep calling him? A creepy, a slimy little sex goblin? I, I may have called him a slimy little sex goblin at some point, yes. That suits him, yeah. There's like one <laughs> picture of him, and it is so creepy it and so terrifying. <laughs> it feels like that is like, you look out into the warp without a Gellerfield, and his face is what you see. Yes. That that's the stare. face. That's the <laughs> void staring back at you. That's what they were talking about. If you stare at the void, the void stares back. It's the him. void. It's that one picture of Ian Watson. That <laughs> is, 
<laughs> you imagine seeing him in real life, but he's just literally a still image over his face, <laughs> walking around being completely two-dimensional, but his body is three-dimensional. One that, day, uh, one, one day I'm going to find out, and part of me... Part of me wants to to find out that he, like there'll be an interview with him from like a year ago, and he really regrets all the weird sex shit that he wrote, and I like hope he's so. a really nice guy. I really I hope, hope that he was just being really misguided and weird because all that sex stuff is just so deeply troublesome. Yeah, and it's not that it's sex stuff. In fact, it's sex stuff. It's fine. Yeah. It's the context within which it occurs. Yes, that's, that's it is. It is the. It is done in incredibly poor taste. Yes. Um, but, yeah, a part of me would like to know that he was actually a nice guy and this was just a misguided thing previously. Fucking Mr. JPEG face. But, um, because all I know him from is his writing and his writing does not give me a good opinion of the man. No. Um, but anyway, uh, let's not talk about any... Yeah, let's not talk about this person anymore because that's bad. But yeah, um... Anyway, um, I think that's it for... Yeah, for generalised Warhamble news. General Warhambles. So, Wibs... Wibble it. Just a little bit. What have you been up to? Uh, just a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Um, not much, honestly. Um, okay, draw a mat. Have, no, <laughs> I must say, give me my piece. Right. Um, I honestly um, been having, because we said about reducing our schedule. Um, so I, I've been sort of having a bit of a break from things. Yay, oh, I'm so happy for you. Um, took us a long while. <laughs> yeah. Um, work begins again. I mean, we might not. Okay, there's, there's stuff to stuff to start doing. Like in, in I mean, earnest immediately this week. after we finish this podcast, Ooh, we're probably going to have breakfast, not breakfast, uh, lunch, and then uh, then get back to fucking work. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but so I've been you know getting getting on with other things. But um, I've somehow also managed to do nothing. Uh, but what I have been doing is, uh, you know, carrying on chipping away at Bloodborne a little bit. Not too much. Um, I've only beaten, like, one more boss in the last in two weeks. Because I've only, like, played it a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, I beat the Witch of Hemwick, I think she's called. I went to school with her. You went to school with her, did you? Yeah. Okay. In that really um, little shitty back town, like, backwater town I lived in. And that, <laughs> actually, having seen the Witch and having lived in that town for a while <laughs> uh, I absolutely know you're correct um, which is not a difficult boss fight it's just a weird one um, again I've, I've now got a you know I think the next thing I've got to fight is Vicar Amelia so oh god Vicar Amelia is my ultimate werewife she's really cool but she's so good she's scary very she, quick she's just screams. She also, once she gets down to really low health, starts healing herself, which is the, oh, the, that's jerky. That is the number one crime. That is that is an act, a literal crime that you will go to jail. Um, for. Whoever designed that boss fight should go to jail. They are in jail, um. actually. I put them there myself. <laughs> Citizens arrest. Um, I've also been um, playing a lot of Minecraft because we played it on stream, <laughs> and I've just kind of got the bug for it again. Oh. Is it you just playing vanilla? vanilla? Uh, I've been playing vanilla. I have tried. I have reinstalled um, one of the Tekkit packs, um, and it routinely crashes every five minutes. Okay. So I'm trying Maybe to remember. That's like the Tekkit mini game is trying to make it fucking function. <laughs> yeah, getting Minecraft um, mods to like function properly. That's mm. like the trick of like, oh, what setting do I have to turn down to make everything function? <laughs> Um, I also played a slightly unusual stream where I played um, the original Front Mission. Uh, which is a SNES mech combat game. Yeah, cool. 
do, 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 do. I'm doing the oh. shop music because we always use that in videos and people were like, oh, that's where yeah. you get the music from. Whenever like, there spoilers. is like a menu screen uh, in a video, people probably notice there's a certain piece of music that plays. That is the shop music from Front Mission. Uh, okay. uh, that is just me entertaining myself and it just kind of <laughs> stuck as a weird reoccurring does it count as a gag if only I'm laughing? <laughs> I don't know. That's literally the basis of all my comedic like timing. Fair point. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, yeah. And so it was like a few people did come in and were like, "Oh, so that's where it's from." Okay. And then we banned um, them immediately for you know peeking behind the curtain, which is a game that's like eighty percent menus. But I had fun, so I, so if other people <laughs> didn't enjoy it, well, that's on them. That's their problem. <laughs> uh, but apart from that, what I've um, done most is I have been watching a sci-fi okay um, and it's not Star Trek Discovery although I have watched the last two episodes of it and I don't mean this in a bad way but I cannot remember anything about them right now <laughs> you've had like an hour's sleep so um, I think you're allowed I I, re- I remember them being alright like that's the thing um, I remember we were walking to town the other day and you were talking about how much you liked the stuff they were doing with Tilly Oh yeah, Tilly's great. And how there's like a lot of nice touches there. And how there was a couple of things that happened that made you go, nope, this is not the main timeline. Oh yeah, what was it? Why am I remembering this I better than you? <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah, it was um, interesting. It was because they've, you know, we finally met Spock, um, who was like in all the trailers and he's been talked about in basically every episode, but he's only appeared like now. Uh, and he's got a beard. So that's the thing. Cool. Um, but yeah, they, because they're like filling in bits of his backstory, it, it is that thing where you're going, you should probably stop doing that quite so much because of the the prequel stuff that like is not great about it. The thing that is probably the most, why did you bother, is all of the Spock stuff. Uh, yeah. Bringing Michael being... His I mean, I can sister. tell you exactly why they did oh, that. Oh, it's for, you know, recognition. And so they can add recognition and legitimacy to it. So it's like, oh, you see, these characters, you you can care about these characters because uh, uh, she's the long-lost sister yeah. of Spock. It's that kind of, you, you just need to tie it back to something that people have already established as something that they like. So it's, it's like why a lot of really badly written sequels will literally verbatim quote a lot of the uh, first movie. Oh, Although yeah. Although Terminator 2 doesn't count because Terminator 2 is one of the best well, that movies of all recontextualizes time. Well, that recontextualizing quotes. quotes. It also shows a lot of character development from Sarah Connor in the first one to being just a standard normal person to being a fucking kick-ass ready for like... Okay, we're not talking about Terminator 2 we again. We need to talk about Terminator 2! It's We've so important! We've talked about it many times on the podcast. When? Like... I know, like, Ren brought it up, like, <laughs> once, but then you put the keybosh on it immediately. So no, we, we did. We talked about Robert Patrick's balls for, like, half an hour. I don't remember that. <laughs> I have a few points I'd like to go over okay, about we're not Robert talking Patrick's balls. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, yeah, there's, there's the things they do about with Spock's backstories. It's just a bit like, ah, I'm not super solid on it, but... Whatever. Um, there's actually a very good video on it that came out recently um, by a, um, a YouTuber called Steve Shives, which some people might be. How do you spell the last of. name, just in case people want to have a look? Um, S H I V E S. Okay, cool. Um, 
Yeah. He's not Steve Chives, as you That's... think he is when I say his name mm, to you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it Steve Chives? No. Um, but he did a video about his uh, Discovery canon. And uh, mild spoilers, um, the uh, conclusion is yes, because the makers of the show say it's canon and they have absolute control over what is canon and what isn't, uh, which is absolutely true and accurate. Um, mm. But of course, you know, when you watch a thing, it's up to you, you to how seriously you take that everything. As, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because canon is a, you know, you can have your own canon. But as long as you accept that, you know, that is in your head. Like, when I talk mm. about, like, mm. I don't think of Discovery as being part of the prime timeline. That's, like, entirely in my head because it is part of the prime timeline. It's it just, it's just that's your head canon to mean that you can enjoy it a lot more. It turns off the part of the, the pedant in my brain yeah. by by going at it like that. It, means it I turns off a nitpicky, um, well, I think you're fine. No, actually, they shouldn't have that technology now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it turns out that really annoying fucking guy at the back of the fucking yeah. convention. Because, because um, yeah, uh, like I say, I've, I've been enjoying it, but, but for some reason, um, all the knowledge of the last couple of episodes has fallen out of my head, and, I, and that sounds. You've been cramming Blake Seven. That is probably the reason. Yes, I have spent <laughs> the last week because I, I mentioned it a while ago in the podcast that I was trying to watch through Blake Seven. Uh, I finally broken the back of it. Nice. I like went back and went. Okay, I'm just going to start from the beginning, and I'm now up to season three. How many seasons are there? Four. Oh, hmm. how many uh, episodes per season? Thirteen. Oh, that's not so bad. Um, and I've been really, really enjoying it. I, I'm totally going to do a um, a Super Eye Patch Wolf style. Why you should watch Ooh, Blake Seven? Are you going to like beef with Super Eye Patch Wolf? No, because he's a much bigger YouTuber than me, so he'll beat me up. No, but he's like, he seems like a really nice guy, though. And he'd probably like just be like, oh, oh, I'm sorry that you want to beat me up. That's not very nice of you. <laughs> and then you just feel really bad and you just arrest yourself and throw yourself in jail. Um, just like last time. Just like last time. Yeah. But yeah, um, so I'm probably going to do a video about it. But I want to watch the full the full run of it before doing that because I don't really want to just do a talk about a single episode. I kind of want to talk about the series as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because having watched the whole of it, like, um, so the special effects are absolute hot dog shit garbage because it started in, like, 1978 on oh, the BBC. Good. So think how Doctor Who looked at that time when it didn't have the benefit of still being in black and white where it covered up how bad the effects were. Give it probably less of a budget. <laughs> Significantly less of a budget. I d- you know, Doctor Who had some really low budgets at times. Yeah. Many people at the BBC wanted it dead for like a decade before it actually That stopped. was a good plan, because it's yeah. not like, you know... It came back when the biggest thing. Everyone loves it now, except for me, because I just don't get it. I, but, um... But I do share the mutual hatred of Stephen Moffat, so... <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, it's, uh... It's a good, Blake Seven is a good show. It's written by Terry Nation, who wrote all the old Dalek stories. Every time I hear Terry Nation, I think it's a song or like a fandom. What Terry Nation Army? Yeah, <laughs> do, 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 do. just done with like the Thunderboids. Terry Nation Army wrote the Blake Seven. <laughs> okay, it needs work. But yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. Uh, but yeah, so a couple of things I'll just mention here before, you know, so I don't have to just basically recount the upcoming script to my um, highly anticipated episode of I'm not ripping off Super Eye Patch Wolf because it's not an anime. Um, <laughs> just start speaking in that Irish accent of yours and suddenly... <laughs> I won't. I, I feel. I, I feel like it's like I, I don't like doing the, the Irish accent thing because I did a few videos like back in the day, 
And I kind of feel like, is that right? Is that offensive? Is that like... I think because you're English it is, yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. Because those poor people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they shouldn't have to listen to they bullshit, shouldn't. terrible, fake accents. They shouldn't have to deal with more bullshit from the English. No, they really shouldn't. Um, but... Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's a bunch of ne'er do wells on a spaceship they found. Um, that's like the most advanced ship in the world in the fucking universe. Just hanging out. Yeah, it's abandoned. They find it. That is so not a good sign. No. I'm on board already. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be, but I'm an idiot. I'm here. Um, and there's like woohoo free ship. One of them is a. He's in, like an ex-leader of a rebellion against the evil Terran Federation. Because um, the Federation in this is um, a bad, totalitarianist, awful, awful thing. <laughs> keep, keep all this SJW propaganda out of my sci-fi. <laughs> mm. But, um, yeah, so he, he sort of then... Uh, Rog Blake, who's the, the, the main kind of guy... Leads leads the group of mo- of mostly just criminals. Is it is there seven people? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> the, 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 this is possibly the best thing about Blake Seven. So it has genuinely good points. Like there's some really cool stories, some interesting things. The character interactions are fucking brilliant. There's they some fantastic phenomenal. like little bits of writing here and there, especially like the banter between the characters because a lot of them don't particularly get on. Who it's are, fantastic. Who are the two that I'm convinced are, are like canonically supposed to be fucking? Uh, Blake and Avon, probably. Yeah, those guys are boning down. Because <laughs> they are that. constantly bantering in the most like s- like thinly veiled sexual like like the most it's the like, most sexually charged game of verbal tennis I have like ever a- been privy to. Avon goes to Blake and is like, "After this, I, I after this, I'm leaving. This is too stupid even for us, or is this too stupid even for me?" And Blake just goes, "Oh no, come on, Avon, believe in yourself." <laughs> um, but yeah, my favorite line comes from um, a character called Villa, uh, where he goes up to a plant that's like a carnivorous plant, and I think it's Blake says, "Oh, don't go near, uh, you know, don't go near that. Um, some of the carnivorous plants." around here are known to be, you know, even have an intelligence rating. And they're that kind of advanced. And Villa just goes, oh, well, that's good. I wouldn't want to be eaten by something stupid. <laughs> um, it's just, it's delivered in like these old school kind very of... Very dry. Like, dry, kind of, well, yeah. Um, if, well. You, if you like dry delivery of like misanthropic dialogue, <laughs> then the character Avon is like fucking perfect. If you like Wib when he's like being dead, you'll love <laughs> Avon. <laughs> But yeah, so going back to the, the only being the being seven people. So the Blake Seven, at, basically, there's been different amounts of people in the crew at different times. Sometimes they even count the onboard computer, and it always includes Blake. Well, nearly always includes Blake. <laughs> Sometimes doesn't. Quite often, it isn't seven of them. Okay, it's fucking weird. It's I think they came up with the name Blake Seven, and then just did massive like leaps of logic to make seven fit into it. There are times when two of the seven are computers. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a great sentence you just came out with. Fucking... That's a brand new fucking sentence. No one has ever said that before. <laughs> no. um, the theme tune's also pretty pretty cool. I yeah. like it. Um, but yeah, they are, are all on YouTube if you wanted to check it out. Um, you can get DVDs of them, of course, as well. I think you can, actually. Probably. I, I just realised, I said that with certainty and then I, I lost all certainty about it. So maybe you can't, who knows. Anyway, Mystery. that's all I wanted to talk about. So now I'm going to go and pass on to the Drummond Matthew. Uh, please tell me what you've been doing, the Drummond Matthew. Yeah. How many eggs have you eaten today? 
Today? Yeah. Uh, none. Uh, how many eggs did you eat yesterday? I had like half of one yesterday. How do you have half an egg? Well, because we big all had one egg one. between two people. You shared an egg? No, we, we were making a, a pad thai, and you just put an egg in with when you, when you do the stir fry, but only oh, one egg. okay, okay. I personally like the idea that they, like, chop an egg in half it and then share it. You, f- well, like, you have to be very quick. You, yeah. you really? smack it and then yeah, quickly yeah, yeah. just snatch up, and yeah. then you just <laughs> like that. Yeah, just suck yeah. it right yeah. up. Just suck it right in your mouth. <laughs> no, I just, I, you crack it into your own mouth. And yeah. then your partner takes half of it from your mouth into their mouth. Well, then you spit it into their mouth. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 they suck it from your mouth. That is so over the line for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's over the line for you. You yeah, married you, We found the asshole. limit. <laughs> You're spitting eggs into people. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, right? I, was, I, nearly, I nearly did a little sick in my mouth while I was saying it. I was like, not a girl. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Is this one of those things where we're like, we can't use that as the title. We can't use spitting raw eggs into each other's mouth as a title for the, the episode because no one will click on that. No, maybe, maybe so there'll be some people that do and they'll be the wrong kind of <laughs> They'll people. be so disappointed. <laughs> go, Why do so... I have to listen to this bullshit to get to the hot egg swapping? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it's officially called, egg, is egg swapping. Egg swapping, okay, okay. Uh, and the thing is, like, Drama Matt have to, like, kneel down because Ruth's quite, quite short and Drama Matt's quite tall. So would she kind of, like, I mean, do you guys, like... Can we not talk about it? No, no that's moving on. So what I've been up to. Okay. So I had a bit of um, feedback from last time when I said I didn't like Umbrella Academy. And a couple of people have said, you, you should, you though, wrong. it's good. So I was like, okay, I'll watch another episode and give it, you know, the first episode of something isn't, you know, often isn't the best. They're trying to mm. set up everything and blah, 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 blah. Um... Yeah, still don't like it. Okay. I just I. How can you not like something other people have shown I know. that I'm, they I'm, like? I'm really glad if you if you like it, I'm really glad for you, and I'm very pleased. But to me, it's I still find it just badly written. I, I don't like know. It, it how... seems very clunky, and I think actually, I, I we nailed down to why I went into it thinking this is going to be bad, and then if you think something is going to be bad, that sort of it definitely colours your experience of it, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So in the very first scene, of the first episode. She gets a violin out of a saxophone case and then what? proceeds to not play it And then dramatically. proceeds to play it like it's a clarinet. Like... Basically, yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. It, it's quite a big thing for me. It really annoys me in films and things when you have musicians, even like in the background, blatantly not playing because it's oh, very it easy. So if you're If you're just in the background, it's very easy to get extras who can play their instruments or at least yeah. know how an instrument works. And if they're not in the background, they're a main character. It's very easy to spend a tiny amount of your budget to tell them vaguely how to hold the instrument well, or something. Well, the thing is, like, I mean, this is the thing. It's like, if you can play an instrument, you know when someone can't. And, yeah, it's and, just, I, and it, I know it, like it, might be, it might be unreasonable, but it just, to me, it just seems really lazy. And this is by far the worst example of that <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh, God. Like there's there's bits where it's, you can you hear like because it's and it's not and it's and I I feel justified complaining about it because it's kind of the focus of the first three or four minutes of the first episode is basically just a camera on one character playing an instrument by themselves. It's not like just in the background or a side point. It's the main focus of the first few minutes of the show. Mm, that sounds like the beginning it, of the Punisher season one. They have him kind of sitting around being sad. And, like, he's supposed to be able to play guitar, and it's so obvious that John Bernthal has probably never held a guitar before. <laughs> and it's like, it's trying to go for this kind of, like, or this sad kind of, like, oh, he's playing a sad song on his guitar because he's got pain and he's sad, you know? Huh? And, like, 
it's just it just snaps you out of it because you're like, okay, I'm supposed to be sad, but yeah. this guy is obviously and I, has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, and, it, and I, I, maybe it's unreasonable, but it just seems so. And like this yeah. bit, it's just like it's so like she's playing like a fancy twiddly bit, and it does a zoom in on her hand, and she's just grip, she's just gripping the neck of the violin like like how you'd hold like a drumstick or something there's like no fingers moving oh, I'm like oh. it's like why focus the cat like fine if you don't want to pay you for know, someone to tell, tell Ellen Page how to play a violin fine but don't focus the camera in know, on all of the bad bits you know it's what so you could weird. do instead even is just have her like move her head around pretending she's playing violin and then zoom in on the fingers of somebody else who can play violin yeah, well, there's, playing there, yeah there's, there's many ways you can get around it and yeah maybe it's unfair to the show but it I'd just annoyed you... me so much. It put me. I, I think. I think that's why I disliked it so much. Yeah. And to the point where I was watching the whole first episode, waiting for there to be a plot reason as to why that was happening. Like maybe her superpower is that she emanates music without having to play the instrument, or so you know something ridiculous. But I was like yeah. genuinely watching the rest of the show, waiting for something like that because I was like this is like they've gone to the effort to make this bad. This isn't just casually bad. <laughs> I think this is like the most musician problem watching me. Yeah, video. probably. But I, say, yeah, I, I get the probably. exact same thing. Don't worry. Like, and I've said, like, like yeah. I've said, it's probably unfair. And if you enjoy it, I don't want to take anything away from that. And I'm really glad. But and then at the end, she stops playing, and then she puts her violin back into a saxophone case and wanders off somewhere. I'm just like, why, why, why get that wrong? <laughs> you have to go out and buy a violin, and then go out and buy a saxophone and swap them around. Like, why maybe they just you know what this sounds like? They probably had like the acquisitions, like like stage. Like, the person who goes and buys props went into like a secondhand store and just didn't know the difference. Like someone had just put. A violin and a saxophone. Yeah, case. I'm, I'm wondering and, if they, and just, they just didn't know. Yeah, I'm just wondering if they managed to find just a violin case that just happened to look like a sax case, and mm. that's just the one they used. You see, I was expecting Drummond Matt to go. So she gets a violin out of a saxophone case and starts f- and pulls out a plectrum and just starts fucking like <laughs> okay. finger okay, tapping on the fucking. Starts playing Van Halen. Starts playing Van Halen. Admittedly, actually, that'd be fucking rad. That's like sweet yeah. child of mine. So yeah, no, I'm sorry. Like I said, if you enjoy it great but yeah i just mm. yeah i couldn't get past it to the point where it, she does this violin thing halfway the second episode and, and we turned to each other and was like do we have to watch the second half of the episode or can we just stop now <laughs> <laughs> and we forced I mean, our way to the end of the second episode but yeah i really can't do anymore yeah i mean sorry I'd everyone say i tried it isn't a deal that isn't a deal breaker for me that's just something that i, I witnessed yeah you know so that, 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 that isn't the deal breaker but i think that didn't help by putting me in a weird yeah. mood before it yeah I think. yeah, yeah. That, that isn't that isn't the only reason mm. no i get you but it's, it's weird like things like that it's like as an ex-smoker I can always tell when someone isn't smoking. And like I would never say that somebody should smoke if they're they're a non smoker for just like an acting role or whatever. Just no. That's fine. I don't care about that. But it's just fun to know mm. who's smoking mm. properly. That's it's like well, that's the thing when you when you watch movies or and T V and stuff, um when they do something about something that you have knowledge in, yeah. whether it be you know like a, a habit like smoking or, or you or know playing a, guitar. a hobby like you know playing guitar or whatever, you notice these things. The one that always that always drives me slightly nuts is movies and TV shows where gigs consist of only one song, and it's perfectly <laughs> like like the sound is. CD quality perfect. And now yeah. I, I, okay, before before that person in the comments is writing out an angry of like, well, you see, it's narrative convenience and it's like it's portraying a thing. Yeah, we know that. We're just having a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't actually, we, it, we don't actually want to like have 
half an hour devoted to just a fake band playing a fake set. We're just having fun with the idea of just how it is portrayed. Although there should be more people in movies doing tedious, played-out free bird jokes <laughs> of the band. Yeah, That's well, what we do We say gig. as the people that did that at gigs. Yeah. <laughs> we always did that. And um, occasionally would get death glares from like <laughs> band, uh, other band members' girlfriends who don't know that you're in the band. But, you know, the, that- only, the only show I ever saw that I felt really presented gigs accurately... Was was it called Skins? That Skins? old Channel Four thing where it was like where it was teenage like a bunch drama of teenagers thing. being fucking idiots. Oh yeah, dumb I, I didn't. I hated the show. But, it was horrible. Um, but whenever they were at a gig, because I saw a handful of episodes, it was fucking loud. They could barely hear each and other, and it, really sound, liked it. it sounded distorted. Yeah. Like it sounded like a real it's gig, and it's that to me that added like so much realism yeah. to gigs because uh, gigs in movies. Most of the time, the people can just talk to one another, like, totally fine. It's like, yeah, band are going for it. It's like, hey, how's, how's college been? It's like, yeah, college is hard. And that's like that, because they, they all talk like that in, like, teen dramas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and the fact and that... And also, in... everyone is, like, every venue was always fully packed. For, yeah, like, I was about to say, the most nobody. unrealistic yeah. thing is that people turn up to these <laughs> oh, yeah. gigs, right? Yeah, <laughs> and people fucking cheer and dance. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, like the, other, no, the entire crowd cheer oh, and yeah. dance. The other, the other big thing that is inaccurate is that at no point do you ever see someone stick to the floor. Or walk along and go, oh, I didn't realise carpet could be sticky. Oh, this is yeah. bad. Yeah, so for any, of, any, any listeners who've never been to a proper gig, and I'm not gatekeeping, I'm just like kind of like a more kind of like low, like smaller gig. If the floor ain't sticky, it's not a gig venue, yeah. <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> Like, we've played to, like, a couple of families in a fucking pub, and the floor wasn't sticky, and there's a reason for that. We've played to the bar staff. We've played to the bar staff, because there was this guy who was, like... Because promoters, for the most part, don't do their jobs anymore. They literally just post on Facebook and expect and think that's promoting. That is not promoting. So, there was one guy who did that. I don't... There wasn't even, like, on the chalkboard outside of the venue, they hadn't even bothered to write the fact that there was bands on that evening. And we played to the bar staff. And that (laughs) one guy who left halfway through our set... Hate that guy. (laughs) I really hate him, wherever he is now. I hope he's... He's covered in like peanut shells. I'm, I'm sure he he's probably learned his lesson. Uh, he's probably dead. I I think I think this may be a little harsh. No, I don't for want a minor him to inconvenience. Be, I don't want him to be dead. I just think yeah. Because to be is. fair, all of our other gigs were empty as well. That just happened to be the one yeah, that he that, was at. But that was because we were shite, as opposed. To <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a difference, Matt. But yeah, no. That's when people fun. didn't know we were bad, going then it back makes sense. to like watching mm. movies and realizing yep. that they can't play yeah. guitars and stuff. My favorite and the most polarizing kind of uh, dis- like like uh, example of this is at the end of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> no, it's, it's Bogus Journey, the second one, right. where they they basically use the the telephone booth to go to the middle ages and have like a six month like like a 12 month like practice regime kind of thing mm. so they can actually learn to play their instruments and then they come back and they've got beards and kids and it's really cute now ted played by keanu reeves who is a guitarist slash bassist he starts playing and you go you are so comfortable with that guitar mm. you know how to play a guitar 
Bill is just fucking thrashing around going, I've just got this big long piece of wood. Ooh, it's just so obvious. He has no idea yeah. what he's doing. And it's so funny because, like, you've got Keanu Reeves, like, properly, like, strumming away, like, chugging. And then you've got this guy just going, I've got a Zuzi top beard. And I'm going to use that to mask my hand, not strumming. You can usually tell how comfortable someone is with a guitar within, like, a second of them being past it in a movie. Because yeah. you just see from how they hold the neck mm. I, I it's just seeing... it's a really subtle thing but you see just the way they balance the weights yeah. of the guitar against them and it's yeah. just I, it's usually super obvious like instantly I can't remember where I saw it but someone like yeah, Adrian Edmondson was given a guitar and it's just like damn you can play guitar it's, it's just so obvious that he can play guitar and then like, I did see him like I think it was like a year later and he 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 has like an SG or something. Um, if I remember rightly, there's an epi- There's a, one of the bottom live things. He plays guitar in one of those intentionally really badly. That's the one. Which yeah. must have been very difficult for him if you can actually <laughs> play. Because like playing playing an instrument intentionally badly is weirdly difficult. It's really difficult. Because all of I your... had to get tips from uh, from Mr. Wolf for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're just talking as friends now. We're not fucking yeah. podcasting. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse has come out on the Dirt and Home Media's. So obviously, I've watched oh, that again. Has it come out now? It I is. Am it go came out a, a week ago or so. At the end of February, I think. Maybe. Shit. I can't no, remember. I anyway, to... it's definitely out by now. Yeah, I need to get um, it on Blu-ray because that is a fucking great it movie. It is. It is great. I showed it to Ruth and she loved it. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then we watched it. I think we watched it like four or five days ago. I can't remember. And then for the, basically every night since, he's like, so are you watching <laughs> Spider-Man again? <laughs> like, oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, it is just yeah, it so is, good. It is that good. And she's not massively into the whole comic book thing, really. Yeah. Um, but she well, she's just, like a yeah, functional human it's being. Just, so. It's great. We, we've discussed it before, so I don't need to mention it anymore. Yeah. But yeah. It, is, it holds up well on a second viewing. Yeah. I do really want to see it And then it presumably the third viewing, which we're doing soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's not got all the baggage that all the, you know, if you want to, like, watch the Marvel movies, you do kind of have to sit there and go, if I want to watch this movie, I need to go and do homework. Yeah. Mm. Uh, how many other movies do I need to watch for this to make, make sense? <laughs> this is very true. It's um, good, though. And, yeah, Spider-Verse does not have that problem, so... <laughs> I almost went to see Captain Marvel this morning, but instead I went Pokemon chasing because there was a Pokemon I hadn't caught, so I went to do that instead. Oh, by the way, went to Warhammer World and there's like three gyms in the middle of Warhammer World. So I have like, I sent you uh, a bunch of Pokemon gifts from Warhammer World. So I hope nice. you get some, some cool stuff from that. Um, my game for the Fortnite um, is I started playing Undertale again, which is, Ooh. people may have heard of it. Uh, it's, it's underground it's, uh, game. It's, it's, new, it's, it's a recent one as well. So. It's, it's, it's on the up and up. You know? okay, yeah. We should probably that, not make um, that same joke every time I introduce one of the games I've played. That, the, the, guy, <laughs> the guy made it uh, Tobias Wolf. Yeah, that's him. Uh. <laughs> and there's that famous quote from it. Hi, I'm Tammy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. Hi. Just, hello, hello. I, hello, I am Tammy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> classic. Uh. Anyway, drama. what are you finding? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I, I did play it before um, for like an hour. I think I quite saying, a while ago, yeah. and I can't remember if I mentioned on the podcast. But I was playing through with Ruth because I was like, "Oh, it's a story, like story based game." I could, she might have, you know, she of course she didn't have patience. She does not care. Yeah. Um, so, but then I like didn't want to carry on just in case we were going to play it, and then it'd been too long. So it finally got to a point where I can actually start again from the start. Which to do with you need to like delete your game file because we named our character something 
I can't even remember what. And I was like, well, start again. It doesn't let you rename it. I was like, what? So I had to like go find where the save was, and that's that. So I presumably at some point there's some sort of replayable value on the game. Uh, yes, there is. <laughs> I haven't got that quite that let's, far yet. Let's just say that certain things change if you play through a second time. Okay. So I'm playing. Th- I've just got to. I don't know how far in percentage wise or time wise. In fact, I've just beat them. Um, a spider. Um, um, Muffet, I think her name is. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Quite, that's decided, quite a way through, I seem to remember. I think it, it seems to be like I'm towards spider the end, but I don't actually. Sense. Don't actually know. I like but the it's quite, spider bakes. It's, it's, it, I mean, it's people know it's it's quite a good game. How, what do you think about the music of the game? The 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 music during whatever bit I've just watched recently was basically um, Final Fantasy music, which was fun. <laughs> it was like the sort of chords they were doing. I was just like, oh, Final Fantasy. I was like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. The music, um, shock horror in Undertale. I'm gonna say something really, really shocking that no one's ever said before. It's actually pretty decent. I, I fucking love the soundtrack. It's fantastic, yeah. Uh, Bone Tussle, the fight um, against Papyrus, is... Very um, good. Just, just a, a, that's a banger, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it a, slaps. It's a bop, or whatever it is that the, the kids say. It slaps <laughs> the bops. It slaps the bops. Fucking bop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, how, you know, how, how, are you, how are you finding it, like, you know... Aside from you know, just generally, like it being a decent game, you know. Yeah, I'm. It took a little while for me to get. It, I'll be honest. It took me the, for the first hour or so of playing. I was just a bit like, I don't really know what I'm doing, or I don't really know what the point of anything is. And it took me a little while to get into it, and to get into the sort of the speed of it. I think, mm. yeah, or the yeah, sort of rhythm that. of it, um, which was quite surprising. So I was just like, uh, people say this is good. And then he was like, okay, you know, I, I can get into it now. Okay, cool. Mm. Um. A couple of the fights have been quite. I'm doing a um, not. I did because I, she said at the start to to not not kill people. So I'm not, I'm just following instructions. So you're doing a pacifist run. Yeah, I, nice. yeah. You I do just, get I just, different. Like, I'm just being, yeah. trying to be like a nice person and do the nice option or yeah. whatever possible. Because mm. all the fights, I mean, people know all the fights. You can talk your way out basically. Apart yeah. from a couple, which is really annoying. There's one way of being chased by Undyne. This is possibly all spoilers, but I assume everyone's played it at this point. I love Undyne so much. But, like, you can't... I spent ages trying to beat her, and it turns out the way you win that fight is by running away. Yeah. But there's no clue to that. Like, the, the, the they usually give you a clue as to how you can talk your way out of it or whatever. And the clue that she gets is, you know, you can't run away when you're green. The only way you can beat me is by face me, like, face on or something. So I was like, oh, so we're going to have to basically keep challenging her or something, because that's one of the options to talking to her. So I kept trying to do that for ages and kept dying and dying and ended up having to look it up and I was like, oh yeah, you have to run away from this one. I was like, but but why though? You, this is the first time that's ever had to happen. So that was a bit annoying. Mm. Um, I think that's the only time though. I think the rest of the time I've, it's been relatively straightforward. Although I'm always aware that there's like, if there's two paths, I'm like, oh, I don't want to miss a bit because I know there's like, the ending depends on bits you do where there's a few little bits. I've, I've got a vague sense of awareness of that. So I'm just like, oh, I need to do everything. So I went one way. There's there's one path which is now nagging my brain because at some point I could have gone left or right or something. I <laughs> didn't go one speaking, way. It's probably just a, like a single item. Yeah, I know, but it's still just sitting there on the back of my brain, being like, you didn't do that one room or that one whatever it is, and <laughs> now you can't that, go back. Uh, there is that whole I can't remember the name of it, but it's like this psychological kind of thing where. If you um and ah about two different options for a long time, 
you basically can't really get any joy when you eventually make a decision. So you've got to just railroad it and just pick one. Yeah. Because mm. that's the only way you'll be satisfied in your decision, because otherwise you'll just be like, oh, God, I should have done yeah. that. <laughs> see, I, I kind of did that when I played through it the first time. I just kind of went for it. Um, so I didn't do, like, a, a pacifist or genocide run. I, I just went through and did, like, a, a kind of middle-of-the-road one so I could experiment with all the different things in the game. Um, and I, it's on my long list of things to do is to actually go and do a pacifist run. I'm... Mm. I, I think like... there's lots of other you can't you don't just have to not fight anyone. Yeah, there's other things. There's various other yeah. things which I'm assuming I'm not doing all of them on because I'm not looking up a guide. So I've probably missed one of them somewhere. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like with a game like Undertale, having at least your first playthrough um, being sort of how you naturally have done it, I yeah. think there's something to be said about that. Like anything with, I think anything with like multiple endings that requires specific things to be done. Playing through the first time with a guide is... I think it does ruin it. I yeah. think you should just mm. kind of... Yeah. As much as, you know, everyone wants to get the good ending or... Yeah, like, that's the, the thing. You've got ending. to persuade yourself that, like, wait, no, just do do it naturally first. Yeah, yeah. and then and don't you spend your the whole time worrying. Yeah, and then you kind of get the voice in the back of your head that goes, oh, yeah, but then, like, the first time you've ever played through this, if you don't get the good ending, then you'll all, it'll always be soured. It's like, that's not true. Like, my favourite playthrough of my, the entirety of Mass Effect was like my second and third playthroughs. My mm. first playthrough, I can barely remember. I remember I played through as an, another femme ship and as Frank ship. And I loved those so much more because I was like, yeah, I, I know what happens if I can do this. So I felt a more comfortable. And then I, yeah, I got the, the good, goodest endings that I, that I perceived as good. No arguments, please. <laughs> and I'm happy with that. And it's like, that's the thing. Yeah. It's just, it's the whole kind of, I don't know what the word would be. My brain wants to call it, it's like a nostalgia voice. But it's a voice going, oh, you have to, it has to be perfect first time because this is an important milestone. It's like, it's not. Fuck yeah. off. And that voice <laughs> literally ruins everything. That's, I mean, that's, 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 that's it. I mean, so uh, some games that I, I've played like the most are ones that like relish in replay, replayability. Yeah. Um, Oh, was it Way of the Samurai 4? <laughs> like, that game, I beat that, like, 20 oh, or 30 times because you could beat, like, the entire run of it in, like, a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, that game was just... That's built for replayability and it's weirdness. I should play that again. Yeah. Wait, to be that... fair, like, if you like that, you probably should start playing Yakuza 0. Yes, I do need to play that, actually. Because that's, we have, That's a good point. Have, that is a very yeah. good point. So. Um, but yes, yeah. Undertale. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. In surprising news to no one. <laughs> Very last thing I just want to say is I don't think I've given any podcast recommendations on this podcast before, apart yeah. from obviously the podcast you're currently listening to. I don't know if yeah. I recommend it. Um, this is the best podcast, but a very good podcast. It's only up to about eight episodes so far, but it's co- it's, it has a bad name. But it's called Strong Songs. Strong okay, songs. and basically it's this dude who I think he used to write for Kotaku at some point actually and do a podcast for them or something. I don't okay. know. But um, he basically, he goes through and picks a song that's a strong song. And then he just, it's about between half an hour, 40 minutes. The late, latest couple of episodes have been 50 minutes. But basically he's talking, why is it a good song in terms of like, and he goes into a bit a bit of musical depth. He just talks about structures and like chord sequences and things. But it's not, you don't need to know anything about music to, he just sort of says why this like makes you feel good. He's like, or makes you feel in a certain way. Oh, is it kind and of he's... like, oh, well, this doesn't use minor notes. Yeah. Because so minor notes make you feel sad or whatever. Yeah, and, he's, and, he's just, and he doesn't really say, like, go into detail why. But I mean, with minor, actually, he's like, mostly, you know, social reasons. Like, we've just been 
told that it's sad. Yeah, yeah. But he's, yeah. So he does mention a few, and he goes, you know, talks between different chord structures and different instrumentation and different recording techniques. And he's so you can tell whenever he's recording, his like face is like a massive grin. He just sounds so <laughs> enthusiastic. Aww. And I and it means you get to listen to some good songs as well because I think <clears> the first few episodes he's, he's done, he did Toto by Africa, um, Call Me Al. That is, to be fair, Simon. one of the best fucking songs um, ever, so. Thriller by Michael Jackson, Single Ladies by Beyonce, uh, Dancing Queen by ABBA, a couple of others that I can't remember. The most recent one he's done is Let It Go from the Frozen film. I mm. honestly hate um, that fucking song, but that's so, probably for other but reasons. I, it's a massive recommendation for me. I, I absolutely, I, I, It's new, so I've only been listening through, I only found out about it a couple of weeks ago, so I've been listening through and catching up, and then I just got to the point last week where I was just like, I've run out of them, and the next episode's not out until next week. Ah, come on. And then it came out yesterday, and I was just like, yes, new song. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's hard to explain. He's like, yeah, he, he goes into a bit of musical depth, but not in a way that to make anyone feel small, or way, the way that you need to know anything. He explains, and sometimes he says, this is just this, you don't need to know why for this, for the purpose of what we're talking about. And sometimes when it is important, he'll explain it a bit, but so I've shown it to people who don't know music stuff and I do know some of the music theory and things and I don't think it's better or worse wherever you come at it from. He does a no, really good job of good. like balancing it out. You you can talk about fairly in-depth um, niche topics provided you go into it giving a, a you know the the primer that people need because nearly everything um, that is incredibly complicated to do with like the construction of art is very is relatively easy for a layman to understand once you strip away the words that are used to describe it normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And he is very good at doing that. So yeah, um, yeah. In short, very good podcast. Highly recommended. Go check it good, out. Good. Um, that's me done. Snipe. Yes, friend. What have you been up to? Oh, so much. So like, much. So much. You'd be shocked at how much I've been up to, honestly. I mean, there's so much I probably can't even fit it all in, quite frankly. We're, uh, we're going to have to extend the podcast. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> again. Gonna, again, we're going to have to go to like a full like three, four hour. Oh, like four epic. hours? That's if I keep it down to like bullet points, honestly. Yeah. It's, oh. But Yeah. <laughs> I am not filibustering for time, I swear. <laughs> but no, um, I've played a couple of games. Um, I will briefly mention. I'm going to start off on like the back, like on, on the the negative because I did not like this game. Uh, I played this. I played Deep Rock Galactic with my brother for about an hour, and it was so fucking boring. <laughs> so Deep Rock Galactic is advertised as kind of like a Left 4 Dead kind of meets Minecraft kind of thing where there's like a few there's like you know it's a multiplayer game where you can play with a bunch of people you go and pick missions where you go and you mine resources and shoot aliens and there's different classes ah so mine, like, mine shoot mine shoot yes, yes. <laughs> and honestly it was fucking awful because <laughs> it's like you know when you play with a friend or something it's almost always even the worst games can be at least entertaining yeah you know yeah. I mean it was wonderful that I was because I, I barely ever get to play with my brother but yeah this just didn't didn't do it for me I mean it it is an early access so take whatever I say as a pinch of salt 
and who knows maybe you'll like it. i mean i i played it on the free weekend but yeah i just i think it looks ugly yeah. it's it was it i mean it controls fine it's just but but you play as squats why do you think I wanted to like the game? You're literally playing as space dwarves. You are, yeah. Why Why did they make that bad? How did they make that well, bad? Well, the thing is, it's not bad. It's just boring. Yeah. That's all. That's upsetting. Yeah, I was just like, eh, it's fine. From the description you gave I've just looked it up. I was like, from the it's, description the you gave is, me, it... I was assuming it was like a Minecraft style. You know, all the Minecraft imitators that yeah. were, everyone was just blocks. Yeah. But no, the fact they're just fucking squats. Yeah, but like if you look closely, you notice that all oh, they are like relatively low poly. Yeah, they are relatively low poly, but like it's just yeah, I don't know. It feels early access, which is not a good thing. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just not. It just really did not grab me, and it was just a lot of meandering about, and occasionally an enemy would come in, and you'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then I literally just quit and tried to install Left 4 Dead 2, but then Valve was like, but then Steam was like, oh yeah, this is a 7.5 gig download, and I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure it's bigger than that, but sure. And it downloaded that three times and tried to start up a fourth download for it, so I just went, fuck it. And then he wanted to play Overwatch, so then we played Overwatch. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I, I hope they make it a bit more interesting, because... Yeah, the problem with early access, really, that's isn't it? Early yeah. access, it's just ugh. you get you don't get to see it in its pristine form. So no, so it's just kind of like that's. I mean, who knows? Like maybe when it comes out, if it comes out, because not every early access game comes out proper. Maybe it'll fix a lot of the problems, or maybe it's just a game I just didn't get on with. It's not for you. Who knows? Just didn't enjoy it at all. Mm. Um, went to Warhammer World. Yeah, we'll oh yeah, you went today. to the date night without me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were with us in spirit. Okay. But yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. I took my walker army, and Wib took his orcs. My orcs. Orcs, orcs, orcs. And, Still and don't how, know how, how well did that, that go for you, orcies? I'll let Wib explain. Very badly. <laughs> um, I do not know how to deal with, with Snipes' walker army at all. I think the problem is... Um, is the busters, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Erndil suggested. Yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 the first time I fought them, I fought them with my Blood Angels, and I knew going into it that my Blood Angels, because I, like they're very much a work in progress, they're not good at dealing with heavy armour. Like, that's that's the you thing that like I... You need, like, a hundred Laz cannons. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I knew that it was going to be a real hassle to take them down. But I had a knight, so... Yeah, you brought a knight as well before anyone starts going, well, that doesn't sound fair. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you... Points matching, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, if you... If you, uh, you know, knights are balanced to fight against everything else. It's just, you know, you need to bring things to take on certain kinds of enemies. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, fighting with my Blood Angels went predictably because, yeah, I, d- I don't really have the capacity to do it. However, I didn't know how my orcs would fare, so rather than build a list that was specifically designed to take down Dreadnoughts and a knight, I basically built a list that was more of a general purpose list um, to see how that would work. Uh, Turns out, incredibly badly. I mean, yeah, you managed to get one model. You killed my Redemptor, because that was the first time using my Redemptor Dreadnought. So, first model syndrome, you have to kill it. Um, but that was the only model I lost. Yeah. But points wise, no, that doesn't even match what points wise. Yeah. No, no, you you eviscerated my force. I, I, I just don't know how to you how to a, deal with you that. You had your looters. 
I think the problem is is that my... That we're just not doing anything. Yeah, I mean, I, do, I wasn't very lucky. Basically, everything that was like a random chance thing, like my looters and my shock attack gun. I think my shock attack gun did two wounds in the entire game. You know what did more wounds to my knight? A squig and a pack of grots. That's actually true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a squig bit my knight and inflicted a wound. Grots shot at my knight and inflicted two yeah. wounds. Like, that, I, yeah. Just have a squig and grot army. That's obviously the count, the, like the hard yeah. counter to a knight. I mean, <laughs> eventually, like in terms of the dice you're rolling, you'll at least bore your opponent to death. Like Unity and I played a game on stream where I took a knight and he took the point equivalent in Ripper Swarms. And I was like, this is not good. We were kind of like joking and be like, this is so dumb, but it probably won't last very long. It took like nearly two hours just because of how many dice he had to roll. And like, he got to the point where he was just duplicating dice to roll because he needed so Mm. many that he couldn't actually, like, it wouldn't allow you to create any more dice because that was the maximum amount of dice you were allowed Because this was in tabletop simulator. This isn't like a hard cap on dice creation in the real world. No, no, no. (laughs) There's no such thing, or is there? We'll find out one day, We'll find out one day, yeah. Games Workshop, please interact. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so like he had to roll, and it was just sitting there, like, and then we were both like, okay, pull out all of the, like, less than fives. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a five and a six. And it was just... It was literally just pick out fives and sixes, the game. Yeah, I can imagine. It was it was a fun game, though, but it was so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say one thing, because, you know, we we went there and we played our game, had a little bit to eat, and yeah. Um, when, uh, one thing I just want to mention, I'm always fascinated by at Warhammer World, is the amount of people who play the Horus Heresy game there. Yeah, because that's basically the big daddy games workshop for like older people with more disposable income, I guess. I mean, I guess get the demo. And that's not me like throwing shade on anyone. I'm just saying that you know older people tend to have a bit more money. Oh yeah, yeah. and like like yeah, like there's, if there's a ten year old playing, they won't have like a fucking. They won't have the money for the Forge World vehicles that you they... need to play the Horus yeah. Heresy game. They won't be able to have like a three thousand point lunar wolves army. Yeah. They just won't be able to do that. But yeah, I'm just always surprised how many people are there playing it. Like when we were there there was probably like five or six groups mm. like playing it. And it's or there's always at least a couple of people playing it there. And I'm just always surprised because it seems it's like just, such a niche yeah. thing and I But it is yeah. cool to see. Yeah, it is. It is cool to see because you get to see all these pre-heresy armies and things. Yeah, but in just, person. Yeah, in person. Because <laughs> yeah. it was like people behind us playing it was um Raven Guard versus um, World Eaters. Mm. Um, and yeah, like. Well, that guy had painted up his army pretty rad. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I always look when, when you a see good, a good Horus Heresy job. army, you always look at it and you go, I know how much that squadron of tanks you've got there costs. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. you go, well, that's a thing that you've spent like 80 quid on. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it just always fascinates me to see. Yeah. You know what really fascinates me mm. about uh, Warhammer World is. Like we were in Bogman's having something to eat before we like before we left, and this guy comes in and he's just bought this huge character box, like this huge model in this big box. He just pops on a table and leaves it there and walks off. And that 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 model is like eighty quid, and it's just like that's that you see that quite a lot of people just leaving their armies unattended and just wandering off and being very comfortable with this. I personally couldn't do that. I, I am not comfortable with that. No. But you see a lot of people doing it, and I've never heard of anyone having problems doing that, but it's mm. just like, I'm glad that you feel safe here. Although I 
um, too shifty and untrusting to do that. So. Yeah, I, don't, I, I am. I am too cynical about the world to yeah. do that. However, one quick thing about Warhammer World yeah. uh, that I'm very happy about is: Do you remember um, a while back there used to be a marine that was outside of it that looked like a second edition monopose marine that was yeah. like the statue outside the chunky boy um because they used to have two of those outside um one of which was on the corner and one of which was dead outside the actual head office itself yeah. um and then they took down both of them and put one of them inside and replaced yeah. the one outside the head office with a storm cast yeah there's like a golden storm cast outside yeah. now which is fair enough. Um, yeah. However, the second monopose marine is back outside, next to the rhino outside. Yeah, he's like just to the right of the rhino, so, which is pretty cool. I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see both of them, yeah. in, you know, out and about. He's again, got so. a plaque now. Yeah, he's got well. a nice plaque. He's got a nice plaque there, kind of explaining a bit about the space marines and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I just thought that was yeah. pretty fun that he's back outside. Mm. Um, so that was cool. We also <laughs> had a uh, a very nice gentleman come up to us and say that he liked our content as well. Yeah, that was nice. Which I feel... Shout really... out to that guy. Yeah. 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 Sorry, we don't know your name. But yeah, he came up and had a look and uh, 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 us having a big fight on the tabletop, not verbally. That would be weird. <laughs> but yeah, like, I felt bad because like when I was going to get coffee and stuff, I walked past him and his table and he had like a bunch of really gorgeous knights there. And I, every time I walked past, I was just like staring at his knights like, ooh. Because obviously I'm, I, I love my walkers. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I, I wish I'd have said like when he came up, like the, hey, yeah, I really like your knights, they're really cool. But I was like, anxious and bad at stuff. So. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? When, uh, <laughs> when you meet, if you meet a YouTuber in real life, please be aware they're probably an anxious wreck. That's why they make <laughs> YouTube videos. Yeah, like if, if they kind of like if they're very short or like like don't like short sentences and don't speak a massive amount to you, it'll be because they're nervous and they don't want to say something bad and they they want to be friendly but they're scared because they're bad. As I'm well. terrified <laughs> the day that someone comes up to me. Because I mean, we've we've been recognised a handful of times in the real world. Yeah, and I'm terrified of the one day someone does it and they catch me on a day where I just feel like shit. And I won't mean to, but I'll come across as like short because <laughs> like, I don't I don't want to like people to think. Like, you know, I it's one of those things where like you know it's going to happen because like I you know you can't be a perfect person all the time. Yeah, but you just it's just really upsetting to know that like because I think we've all had it where we've met someone who we've only met one time and we've met them in a bad mood so we've got a really bad impression yeah, of them. Yeah, mm. like some, just, yeah. Like, usually it's nothing to do with you at all. Yeah. But it still makes you feel bad. Yeah, and I don't want to do that to someone else where they walk away feeling like I was a shithead to them specifically. Yeah. yeah. Rather than me just being in a weird mood that day. Yeah. Not being expecting someone to say, oh, hello. It's tricky, Yeah. yeah. So basically what I'm doing there is putting out a ground in front of me. So, um... so next time someone goes, hi there, I like your videos. So you can punch them in the face and go, ha ha, no hard feelings. No hard feelings. I said I was a wreck. <laughs> and then you set something on fire that and they then I, care about. Yeah, I, I set them on fire. Um, yeah, hmm. this is why I'm like, I'm definitely the front facing socialite of snipe. And... I'm the social butterfly girl person. Thing. Which is weird because I'm the one that handles all the social media. Yeah, because I hate social media. It's dumb, <laughs> and I end up punching people virtually and setting their virtual things on fire. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Uh, but you know, it was really nice. Yes, it was nice to meet that that person, whoever you, you are. You didn't say yeah. if if we if you're like a person with an alias that we're familiar with. Yeah, 
Uh, so so it, was, it was nice meeting your friend. But it was nice meeting you. So, yes. Yeah. But yeah, Warhammer World was a lot of fun. Mm. And I ate some curly fries. You did, so but that is nice. obviously been reheated at least twice, because yeah. Bogman's is like slightly too expensive pub food. It's not pub food, it's not that good. <laughs> yeah, Bogman's food ain't that great. Uh, but yeah, um... But you're hungry and you're a captive audience. Yeah, really. Um, watched a, uh, a BBC uh, series called Requiem that's on Netflix. With, okay. It's about a woman with a terrible haircut. <laughs> that's not the main... Is that the, the point of the story? That's not the plot, but she has, like... She has, like, whitish kind of hair. And her... F- she has, like, a, a bob fringe, like a straight fringe. But it's, like, an inch above her eyebrows. And it looks really fucking weird. And occasionally it will just massively distract you and you'll be like, that is a strange haircut. <laughs> But yeah, speaking about like not people not knowing how to play instruments, uh, she's a, a is it cellist, a um, cello player. I believe the correct term is cello mancer. Oh, cello mancer. <laughs> she's a cello mancer, and it's it's about how she's playing her cello with her friend. <laughs> With, like, she's like, this is, okay, first massively unbelievable thing. She's really famous and rich because she plays classical music. Ha. Yeah. 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 Anyone who knows anything about classical music, no, those people are fucking starving. <laughs> Just saying. So she's, like, she's, like, she's getting interviewed on, like, fucking, like, um, on the news and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, you're, like, you're making classical music. Like, you're giving it new life and, like, like people apparently care, which is the most unbelievable thing that I've ever seen. It's a, it's a very niche thing. Yeah. And, like, her and her mate, are, like, he's on piano, she's on cello. And, you know, her, her mum comes around, she's like, ooh, and she has dinner with her mum beforehand. She's like, oh, I'm so nervous for you, it's gonna be great. And then... It, sh- it cuts to like this other guy who's in the country somewhere. It looks like one of the guys. What was that the guy from Tommy Whitehouse? Played the farmer in the Fast what? Show. What on earth are you talking? <laughs> I'm talking. Don't make fun of me. The no, f- no, no. I don't know. The fucking guy, like Paul Whitehouse. Whatever. Yeah, that's the guy. He played this the 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 farmer in the Fast Show. Who the the landowner keeps hitting on and stuff. Uh, yeah, he he played the gameskeeper, the like the groundskeeper. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Yeah. So it's just literally this guy, and then he walks into this house and he hears a bunch of whispers. So it's obviously like something ghostly, and then he ends up like jumping off the roof and killing himself. Wait and a minute! Didn't you watch like another thing, another like thing that had Paul Whitehouse as someone who was haunted recently? I did. Yes. <laughs> um, Paul Whitehouse wasn't in it. He just dressed exactly like it. Oh, okay. So he's he's dressed like the weird English people in the farm. Okay, that's yeah. They, that's like, they carry place. around like a shotgun over their arms and stuff, and they got the Wellingtons and they got the flat caps. And I don't know where they shop, but it all has to be like the same outlet. Have you never been to one of those shops that just sell that shit? No. Yeah, they do exist. They do. Yeah, oh they do god, exist. Really? Yeah. Oh my yep. god, I thought that was a joke. <laughs> no, no. Literally, there are shops that just sell, but they're like archetypical British like gameskeeper For, outfit. Farmer Joyles. Kind of thing. Okay, sure. But yeah, so it, but he's he's Welsh, so you know he's better than being English. Sorry, because um, you know English. I ain't going to defend the English. Yeah, that's fair. I was waiting for something for both of you guys, but you just let me do yeah, something. No, so. that's yeah, fair. Not, how yeah, how typical of English people. <clears throat> but yeah, 
So, like, he kills himself, and there's, like, this weird thing of... Like, there's, like, a weird kind of ghost thing that's making people kill themselves. And it goes to this woman's mother. This like, main character's name is Matilda with the weird haircut. And it goes to Matilda's mum while she's getting ready for her sold-out show of classical music because there's money in it now. And then she's like, oh, God. And then she shows up backstage outside because she's gone out for a... Like, Matilda's gone out for a cigarette. And her mum's like... Gives her a bouquet and she's got half her makeup done and she's obviously been crying a lot and she's like, I'm so sorry, and then just walks away. So she like she's like, Mom, and starts chasing her basically through the fucking streets. She gets like, she chases her to like an underground um like car park, and then her mum just cuts her own throat and dies. Oh. And she's like, Oh shit. That was weird. My mum did the suicide for no reason. That's really strange. And it's like it, it turns out it's about like these weird ghosts. And is it, this is like major spoilers? No, no, no. It's just it's obviously ghosts because okay. it's like okay. the start of it is like it literally has whispers and little like fucking post process like wisps of shit going um. past. And there's it's obviously ghosts. And it she's like, oh, I found this big box of weird stuff about this little girl who's disappeared in some. Some really small town in Wales, so they go to Wales. She meets an Australian guy who's a sh- fucking shithead, and she does. She's a shithead. Like Matilda's a shithead too. So she's like, "I'll fuck this guy, even though I know he's in a relationship," because she's a shithead. And the only honest to god nice character is Hal, who is the guy who plays piano, and she's such a dick to him, and he like. He tries really hard because she's like, no, something spooky's going on. And I'm, I, I think this person, like, so she goes and she harasses the mother of this missing little girl. And like, and she's basically just goes to Wales and is a dick for like yeah. an entire season. And the ending was crap. <laughs> It was like, cause there's like multiple kind of things. So there's ghosts and there's other stuff involved. Mm. It's literally like somebody retold Silent Hill, but with East Enders in Wales. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like Silent Hill 3 almost, like kind of. That's a box like... art co- um, quote. <laughs> somebody quote me for the DVD fucking release. Shit, I remind you of one, one tiny part I meant to mention, she mentioned soap acting, like yeah, East Enders yeah, yeah. acting. Um, there's an a, there's a character in the first season of Blake Seven who's played by like a theatre actor. He's he's like the reoccurring villain. So he's this this kind of well spoken, quite you know, um, you know, projects his voice, enunciating, doesn't mess with his hands. You know, um, he's, he's he's you know a cool character, a cool character. He's well acted. He, you know, does it does his thing. Uh, in the, he didn't want to come back for season two, so they replaced him with an EastEnders actor. <laughs> Um, complete with accent. I mean, he wasn't an EastEnders actor at the time, <laughs> but he did become an EastEnders actor afterwards, so like a long-running mm. one. And yeah, I'll put it this way: his acting is such that when he played, when he there's a, an episode where he's in disguise and he's like completely covered and he's putting on a voice. Everyone knew it was him because I, I was looking at the comments on it and people were going, "I knew it was him all along because no one else can act that bad." <laughs> 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 I will say, like, for, for Requiem, the acting's pretty good. The acting is good. It's got a bunch of, like, kind of, like, um... What was the love interest from Peep Show? The lady. Sophie. Her. 
Yeah, it's got her in it. Okay, oh, nice. she's in it. Not, like, she she's not in it for very much, which is kind of upsetting. Um, she's Olivia seen... Coleman, Oscar Oscar winner, Olivia Coleman. Oh yeah, oh, dang. Yeah, no, no she's as was Spider Verse we mentioned earlier. Yeah, very cool. Is this oh, did it? Yeah, didn't that win like best animated feature? Oh, nice. I, I did, didn't yeah. notice that. One. Yeah. Does that mean we get to say that this is our official Oscars episode? Yes. Maybe. I mean, if although I don't want to, because the Oscars is garbage and stupid. And I hate yeah, it. it's really kind of stupid. But yeah, um, so without getting too deep into spoilers, it's just this, like, so everyone who's thinking, oh, her mum is keeping all these photos and newspaper clippings of this little girl that went missing. If, you know, her daughter is looking at these, the little girl went missing when she was four. They moved to London when she was four and lost all the baby photos in a fire. And it's like, this is really obvious where this is going. Like, Matilda is the lost kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It's, it's like, because you, you kind of like, the moment she says, oh, why has she got all these files on this, this kid that was stolen? You go, your mum stole you. Like, you, you immediately go, you're, you're, you're the fucking kidnapped kid, obviously. And, like, and then it starts going, like, well, maybe it isn't. And then immediately goes, no, nah, it is. This is exactly what it is. Mm. That's fine. And it's just... <sighs> if they have just really hacked down a lot of the unnecessary extra plot lines or the extra kind of, oh, it's it's this and this and this and this, if it had just been, like, one or two things, I think it would have been a lot more coherent and interesting. There's a couple of decent shots in there. And like I say, the acting is good, but they don't have much to work with. Mm. And it's it's trying to do this whole, this town has a secret, but no one's really threatening. Everyone's just a really happy Welsh pub goer. So <laughs> it's not scary, because all, they all talk in a really nice accent, and no one's really <laughs> threatening. So it's like, eh. <laughs> Apart from one woman who talks for, like she's from London and you go evil immediately and guess what she is <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like I've spent enough time in like the, the Midlands to know that anyone who sounds like they're from London is probably evil. <laughs> I mean I believe there's a there's a few exceptions to that. Okay, Zoe's pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, um it was fine. That's the thing, it was shot well. It, the only thing that it wasn't really done well is that the story sucks, and it's yeah, and the ending is terrible. But like every other thing is pretty decent. <laughs> the so music's high, nice. high apart praise. From, apart from the story, okay. Apart from everything that's in it and where it goes, it's great. I said the characters are good. Hal is the most pure being ever, and I think he's really great. Um, everyone, it's it's just yeah. It, the music is good. The acting is good. The script is fucking terrible. The <laughs> the story is awful, and the ending sucks. But apart from that, <laughs> it's pretty good. Apart from that, totally check out parts of it. Check out the people who acted <laughs> in it, maybe, or the people who did the music for it. But yeah, anything else of you? Yeah, maybe not. But yeah, I've got one last thing to talk about, which is a new game. Not a new game. A new game to me. Okay. I'm I mean, playing. I think at this point. Any any of us saying new game on this podcast means new game to them. Yeah, really. <laughs> we're pretty bad. But yeah, I've been playing Night in the Woods. Ah, cool. Oh, I'm it? so jealous. <laughs> Have you not played any? No, I still not played it. Oh, dude. I can recommend. It's evoking some very strange feelings. <laughs> I bet. Because I'm like three and a bit hours in. And... God, that game is well written. 
So, because, I mean, I, I spoke about it at length, like, a few yeah. months back. Yeah. What I want to know... Mm-hmm. Am I being gay and doing crimes? Well, are you going... Are you going for the Greg route or the B route? I think, so, as much as I want to hang out with Greg, because he's a fucking weirdo... He likes to fight you with knives in the forest. He hasn't done well, that Well, in the woods, me. I guess, really. That hasn't happened yet, but I mean, like... Honestly, that just reminds me of my childhood, so that ain't <laughs> no big thing. But yeah, no, I think I'm probably going to hang out with B more. Yeah. Because, w- like, I want to hang out... Like, I like... Uh, the, both of the characters are so cool. But I think I want to... It's like... I, I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll go... I'll, I'll, I'll have, like, alternating days. Because, you know, you... It does the good, the, the whole thing of, like, as, as as a school dropout, like, the whole, you just go out and stuff happens, and then you come in and you go to bed, and you might as well be dead because nothing's fucking changing. And you're in a shitty little fucking town where everybody knows everything you've done fucking wrong, and they won't let you forget it. Your friends are all doing well, and you're just stuck in the same fucking rut, feeling like you're watching everything you've ever loved die around you or something and so you know it's kind um, of <laughs> sorry okay, carry on I, um... but yeah so like it captures that kind of like, like everything's changed through the microphone for a bit just, just silently <laughs> in the background sorry <laughs> got a bit real there but no it, it captures that kind of a, an undertone it's not like a big misery overtone but it's it is kind of like a I'm not, I don't want to call it a coming of age thing because that's so fucking pretentious. I think I described it once as Night in the Woods feels like a wistful nostalgia for a place you've never been. Yeah, that works. But, but it's quite sad with it. Yeah, no, it's 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 bittersweet. And like the characters are great, and yeah, like I think B is is really quite a good deep character. But I mean, all of them are. Like as, as weird as Greg is, and. Him sitting there literally trying to convince me that his, his pickle help isn't a fascist hat. Because he slapped an anarchy sticker on it, so it's fine. And because it had a bullet hole in it, so that means that the fascist who wore it is dead. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> infallible logic there. Fucking, not in the woods, great. It is great, yeah. And like, it's, like the dream sequences, I am really digging. Mm. The music, like the way it uses music in that and layers it, fuck me, that's yeah, great. Yeah, really good. Whew, so good. But yeah, I've just, um, I'm up to like a different day now. But yeah, I keep going like, oh, like when I first started, I was like, oh, I'll hang out with Greg today and I'll hang out with B like, like alternate days. I hung out with Greg like once. But yeah, I kept, I kept walking past where B works and going, oh, I want to hang out with B. I had that, because I, I wanted to hang out like, with I, Greg. I fucking, oh my god, I feel her. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I wanted to hang out with Greg, but I but I was like, but B needs a person around them more. Well, no, I was... Probably May's the worst choice of a person to do that, but you know what? It's better than nobody. Yeah. Probably. Hard to tell at some points. Yeah. <laughs> that's just like, oh, B... Dang, I've been there. Yeah, that ain't right. <laughs> um, I will say one thing um, for Matt here: uh, if you, yes. uh, as a way to entice you to play it sooner rather than later, I want to. I'm just waiting for it to be on sale. Just fucking buy it. Uh. Um, the guy that is one of the main people behind making it, a guy called Scott Benson. Mm. Um, he has. He was like an animator and artist before doing this. Yeah. Uh, before he got into like games dev, he's actually recently um, started up a workers' co-op game dev studio. Nice. Yeah. Um, and 
he has done some art for a band that you may know. Uh, you you can buy a streetlight manifesto shirt with the, he's done the art on it, and it looks like the the characters from Night in the Woods. Nice, yeah. I was I, that weird that you say that because I was thinking I was like, and the, you've got the added bonus that the art the art style of the game is the streetlight manifesto artwork. <laughs> so that is <laughs> I mean, literally yeah. what I was waiting for yeah, a chance it's to say. Pretty streetlighty. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was. I, I've been. Did he where... do the the most recent videos for the streetlight? Because that's a very similar style. I don't. Believe the, an- the animation videos. looks a bit different because, like, um, the one on um, was it? Would you be impressed? Yeah, that's a bit too tweened. It's a bit okay. too smooth, I'd say, for Scott Benson from what I've seen. But yeah, I'm having a, a quick look now. But yeah, I mean, no, who no. knows? It's, no. uh, that was animated by Jürgen Blossklopper. Blossklopper. <laughs> Best Blossklopper. name. Jürgen. 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 Jürgen Bosskopper. I'm going to go ahead and assume that our uh, pronunciation (laughs) was perfect. (laughs) Yes, our pronunciation was perfect. It was prefect. It was prefect. Uh, But no, he didn't do that. But yeah, um, he has done a streetlight shirt. So, yeah, which I've been desperately waiting for when when it being in stock and me having the spare money have lined up. Yeah. Hmm. Because they haven't lined up so far. (laughs) But yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying Night in the Woods. I kind of want to play it now, but I have to, like, work. I know, it's terrible, isn't it's it? It's fucking lame. Yeah. All right, then. Shall we move on to the questions? Yes. Yes. Let's, and then we can get back to playing games. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. All right. So, a fair few questions. I was going to say, we need to introduce the email. Maybe a little louder. We need to introduce the email. Maybe not that loud. We need to introduce the email. Okay, that was just as quiet as before. We need to introduce <laughs> the email. Too loud. We need to, intru- <laughs> we need to introduce the email. Who's editing this? Me. Okay, fair enough. You can cackle about <laughs> as much as you want. <laughs> What's the email address, Wibblet? It is only drummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com. Drummermat, what's that email again? Only drummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com. Good. Okay. And Good. what are the questions that people have sent in to um, us? All right. So, which we've been going for a little longer than we intended, so we will it, answer these relatively quickly. Relatively quickly. Um, yeah. I had five people ask me for just calls, so I have the opposite problem of before <laughs> no one asking. Now you I have to go it. buy four extra copies. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I'd go into the first one. And, yeah, and, fair enough. Thank you um, for those who were being so horrible. I think though. at least four of the people were asking out of pity rather than... Well, um, thank you for asking out of pity. Yes. Um, Reek the Danny DeVito Guardsman. Oh. Good. Good name. Has been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia recently. Really? And they're, they're becoming a massive fan of Danny DeVito, obviously. That's, Danny DeVito is, so, is the internet's dad. And not so the, the question way, that needs way. to be asked and needs to be answered by you guys okay. is would you rather fight... A Danny DeVito-sized toddler, or five <laughs> toddler-sized Danny DeVitos? That is a great question. Um, uh, it would have to be the the five um, toddler-sized Danny DeVitos because I'm walking here. Yeah, they'd uh, all have his voice, right? Yeah, they'd be like a little bit pitch shifted because they're small. Because just yeah. just yeah. that sight alone is definitely what I want. Yeah, I need. Oh, that's so, the thing uh, I need in my is, life. is every entity in this scenario Danny DeVito? No, I think it's just then, the five 
the you have what is yeah. So I have to fight a big toddler. Yeah, it would be yeah. that that or fight a Danny DeVito sized toddler. I okay, is there any option where I'd probably rather punch a baby than punch Danny DeVito? I mean, that's true. Because <laughs> Danny DeVito is the only innocent being to exist, and babies they know what they've fucking done. <laughs> they know it. They know I know, which is why they don't like me. That's why they try and fight. That's why the they time. try and fight me. That's why they send giant toddlers after me to try and fight me because they know I know their secret. Do we all agree with the the five toddler sized Danny DeVitos? Yes. I don't okay. know. I'm going to fight the big baby because I don't want to hurt Danny DeVito. <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, you could choose to lose, and then you have five Danny DeVitos to hang out with. But you know, <gasps> no, 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 Shit, you, no, you no, made your no. you made your bed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just hide your knives because they'll use them as toe knives. <laughs> okay, mo- in, yeah, moving on. I hate this game. Um, uh, so next up, uh, Lars. I'm not going to be able to pronounce his nickname, Frank. <laughs> okay. Geistertans. Oh, Geistertans. Yeah, yeah. Geistertans. Yeah, I nailed yeah, it. Geistertans. Yeah. Um, just no questions. Just two quick points. Um, in Germany, for 40k, you can't call dreadnoughts dreadnoughts. Because the direct translation of the word dreadnought just means warship. Oh. So. So it they just call be them... boat. Yeah. <laughs> Here is my, my boat, my boat army. army. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, so army. dreadnoughts are called cybots. Oh. Which they, they I, I think they sound, I think my answer to this um, when I replied to the email was that that sounds like an appropriate name, but only for the space crusade dreadnoughts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yes. absolutely. spot on. Yeah. 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 No. They, they, they seem like they could be cybots. Um, they also have a uh, Netflix show suggestion if okay. you need more. If you need more Netflix to watch, it's a um, show called Kingdom. I've heard of it. It's a hist- hist- and bear with me on this historical zombie drama, right? right. Set in the fifteenth slash seventeenth century Korea, so it's a Korean made thing. Oh, okay. Based off a webcomic slash manga. Oh. So, um, okay. yeah. So it uses the more. It's not necessarily just the Western style zombies. It's a bit more. You know, you got different. It's probably stuff going more on. like the Chinese Shang-Chi. Yeah, I think I haven't got the whole email here actually up, but I think it was kind of sort of a, co- a, combina- a combination of of the different sort of influences. Okay, no, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I just realised that I got vampires instead of zombies because I can't remember. It's mm. just because like the whole like uh, Chinese vampires have their arms out and they hop. Yeah, They're so they... I kind of like arms out. It kind of clicks up zombie in my head. So yeah. before yeah. anyone's mm. writing an angry comment. <laughs> Um, next up, Kyle asked a question. We have a fuck, marry, kill. Oh. Okay. And the fuck, marry, kill three options are the concepts of fucking, marrying, and killing. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I, I, okay. What we should do <laughs> mm-hmm. is fuck, fuck, kill. Fuck the concept of killing to mellow it out a bit. Okay. Because it needs to chill. Okay. Um, then marry fucking. So then you can fuck and be married. Yeah. Okay. Um... And then we kill marriage, I guess. Yeah, because it's just a social construct and doesn't mean shit. Woo! <laughs> yeah. It just makes paying bills easier. <laughs> Ever so slight tax benefits, yeah. Woo! Also, and, it means that Wib yeah. can call the doctors on my behalf. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're really selling this marriage thing, aren't we? You know, I was like doing that like off the cuff and just making it up as I was going along and that actually worked out as remarkably coherent. Yeah, and that's why. I'm, I'm kind of shocked by See, that. See, that happens to me maybe 10% of the time. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't, I don't think we're going to improve on that. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Blood Wolf Cup... Uh, 
<laughs> Moving on. Blood Wolf Koji has got a fuck my kill for the three of us. Okay. But, I mean, as in one each. Yeah, okay. Uh, snipe. Yeah. I think some of these are possible duplicates we've had before, so let's let's test your consistency, but it's not the complete same question. <laughs> okay. Ulrich the Slayer. Uh, Gilliman. I'm not going to try and pronounce his first name. Roboot? Roboot? Big Bobby G. Big Bobby G. Yeah, Big Bobby G. And Red Redblade. Okay, so I probably want to fuck, like, Ulrich the Pussy Slayer. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel bad about saying that already? I feel I should, but I don't. (laughs) Fair enough, then. Fair enough. Oh, uh, so yeah, I'll fuck Ulrich. What were the other two? <laughs> Gilliman. Gilliman and Redblade. I'm going to marry Gilliman because he seems like a, a total dude. Yeah. And I'm going ki- I'm gonna, to, I'm not going to kill Redblade. I'm just going to ignore him. He go away now. I'm just going to be like, shoo, shoo, yeah. shoo. Be gone. Get out of here, okay. you cheeky boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wib. Yes. Mad Doc Grotznik. Okay. Vulcan. Okay. Muriel Sabathiel. I have no fucking clue who that is. You should totally marry Vulcan because he would give the best hugs. <laughs> uh, do you want a spelling? No, we got uh, it. We got it. I like how people keep putting oh, like okay, super okay. kind of like niche characters yeah. in here it's like god we can't be asked yeah no this, this 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 question is a, is a great combination of guy people we've already had and people we've never heard of yeah, yeah. so yeah. um so what was it, it was mad dot grotsnick yeah this vulcan and vulcan okay um so okay well, so i think what i'm gonna have to go with i will say vulcan feels like he would be the kind of husband where he'd greet you Coming in from like work with like a cute little apron on with a tray full of your favorite cookies. Exactly. That's why he's obvious marriage material. Oh, he's Vulcan the is definition of marriage, marriage material. material. Um, and and then, then he could call the doctors on your behalf and make and make paying bills a bit easier. Um, and I, I guess as the orc player, I've I've probably got to fuck. Grotsnake. I mean, yeah, you got him, I right? got her. You got him. I mean, granted, it'll probably be like trying to have sex with a printer, given how much of him is robotic at yeah, this point. Yeah, but, but I'm just um, going to say it. Canon printers are fucking sexy. Um, well, that's something that we've learned about you today. Um, and I guess we'll have to kill uh, Muriel, uh, largely because um, I had to look up who she was, and her lexiconum <laughs> entry is like two sentences long. She's the only sister of battle acknowledged to have willingly fallen into chaos. Yeah, so she's I, a I knew there was only one, but I didn't know that was her name. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess she's dying now. I am literally drinking out of a Blood for the Blood God mug right now. You are the only <laughs> snipe who's known to have willingly fallen to chaos. Uh, just they make great coffee, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, fine. Fair. So what's yours, Matt? <clears throat> Me, I have Lorgar. Yep. Azrael. Yeah. And Co- Colonel Strachan. Okay. Mm. So my answer, Lorgar is, is going to be killed because the whole fanatical religious nonsense is just... Nonsense. It, nonsense. So He's we also a bit of a twat. He has a bit yeah, of a twat. I mean, you, you have to be to be a religious fanatic. <laughs> I'm going to just say this, pardon my language, but heck, Lorgar. Heck, Lorgar. Heck, um, that Jeffer. 
Azriel, as we've already, I think we've possibly already mentioned, far too secretive to marriage, mm-hmm. so it has yeah. to be, but but possibly good for a fuck. Yeah, so okay, because maybe he's that. really secretive about good fuck knowledge. Like, maybe. We just don't. That's, that's, and then, that's and then also, the, the added bonus of this, even though despite I, seeming that I'm marrying Strachan purely out of he's the only one left, <laughs> I had thought about this, and he's got lots of like bionic things going on, right? Oh, he yeah. So over a long, too. over a long marriage, that's a lot of time for things to get fucking weird with those attachments. <laughs> yeah, are you gonna get, gonna get freaky with all of his bionics? Oh, it's just gonna keep getting freakier. Like you, you have him for a night, it can't get that weird. But yeah, you know, but... if you've got someone for life, that is things. You know, that it's gonna get. It's gonna well, go places. You're Basically, you remember like... that scene from Blood Dragon? Where he uses yeah. his robotic arm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, basically that, but over the space of well, that, like fifty. That's years. week two. Yeah, I mean, that's week two. Where he has like a vibrating hand, like fucking Dan, um, Nero, Nero does. from DMC yeah. Five. He, I like the idea that he'll just pull off a hand and then replace it with his gigantic dildus. With his Kyrie pleasuring hand. Yes. Is Kyrie his... I don't know, I was talking about... It's been a long time since I played DMC4. I was talking four. about Matt's new husband. Oh, well, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Because um, he, he has the dildus arms. <laughs> or the dildus fingers. Whatever drama Matt wants. Both dildus fingers on dildus arms. <gasps> oh, good lord. I like the way... See, this is why you guys are a perfect, like, couple. <laughs> Creativity, I like it. Right, moving on. Woody. <laughs> we have we have okay. <laughs> sorry what we were just talking that about was... going straight into the name <laughs> woody was like Whoa. i didn't say it i didn't see it until i read it out loud i was like oh okay. sorry dude your name is awesome right. we're just filthy just, just that was a bad that was a bad time right. to segue into we have we have questions we have fuck my kills and we have husbandus and waifus oh, God. and, okay. and, like and, and doggo pics so <gasps> this is like the, the ultimate email okay well, can we um, marry woody so Yes, possibly with with consent. Okay. Well, I mean, if they're up for it, of course. Yeah. Um, so, general question to all of us first: What do you guys think happened to Captain Titus after the events on Greyer? Grey? How do you pronounce that? I've never read it out loud before. Oh yeah. Oh, I forget of how you pronounce the name. Let's of the just call it gravy. Gravy. Okay. After after the gravy incident. What do we think happened? What do we think happened, to Captain? Titus? I like it how the gravy incident is in canon with the Aurelian Crusade. <laughs> Um, if I remember correctly, what was supposed to happen was he was to, okay. he was supposed to he was um, supposed to splinter off. Yeah, he was supposed to be found to be untainted by the Inquisition. He then splinters off and makes his own space marine chapter, which is a thing. That's what was supposed to have happened, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, but that notwithstanding, what in the do you sequels think? that didn't get made. Yeah, in because that's just okay. Ignoring that, what yeah. do you think happened? Um. I reckon he just went for a nice long nap. I think he deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. I see I want him to like I think I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Sue this this beautiful, beautiful, big, scary boy. And I'm gonna have that he was basically found to like obviously not have a chaos like taint on him. He didn't have the Ian Watson taint. He didn't have the Ian Watson mm. taint. But the Inquisition couldn't be bothered to like not do him in because it looked bad. Let's be honest. The first game Made him look bad. Yeah. So they were basically they're just basically going to kill him and basically just nuke him from orbit. So he escapes and then he starts. He basically just hops planet, like secretly because he's really good at like crouching. So he puts. He's actually on... colossally bad at crouching. No, he's like in this in in this. <laughs> he can't crouch. Okay, mechanically, game mechanically, that's not like no, going to canon. It's, it's canon. Uh, Titus's knees can't bend. No, no, no. He's good at putting his ass to the ground, but his legs... Oh, his legs just go straight. He's like a Lego man. 
That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, she just sits down like a toddler whenever he, he needs to crouch. Yeah, and like <laughs> <laughs> he buys fucking <laughs> he buys a bunch of skateboards and straps them to his <laughs> and he basically re he, he builds himself like a knockoff chassis and pretends he's a car. <laughs> he catches this. <laughs> Fucking that. No, I'm trying to tell a legitimate canonical story, and you guys keep making me laugh, which is really discrediting me right now because I am telling the truth. He hops, he hops on a space ferry, pretending to be a car, and then gets flown to a distant planet where he creates a new life as a pastry chef, and everyone's just like, "Oh, it's our tall friend." From the mysterious outer space. And he's just a tall man who likes baking cupcakes. I like to think that he's and he, still like, wearing his space marine armor, but he's got like street clothes over it. He does, yeah. He's got like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's got, I am obsessed tank with like, top. Yeah. I'm obsessed with power armor with a cute little like apron on the outside with little frills on it. So he's just like, it's just like kiss the cook on it. And he keeps like stylizing all like the he like because he's he's really specializes in like icing and like sugar cookie icing. He just loves it. Yeah. Cause you know, he can he's just very dexterous like that. Somehow, I don't know, maybe he learned it somewhere after he was released from his brothers, which he does miss, so he keeps putting little U's and on the Valentine's Day celebration he just put he just puts this the Ultramarines U and it's like I love you which is like a subtle <laughs> kind of nod. Yeah. And people love his his U cakes. They're very tasty. Mm. Um and he just lives there out until he's basically just stops I don't know, because Space Marines don't really just die. They tend to die in battle before they get like Super, super, super old. So he's just going to hang out there and everyone will be like, the gentle giant, Tidus, the not marine. They pronounce it incorrectly. Yeah, they, he pronounces the name incorrectly and his last name is not Starties. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, Starties. yeah, not Starties. It's, he's from the south, yeah. so it's okay. So they're all like, yeah, that's fine. We like Tidus, not Starties, and he makes the best cakes. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Uh, and also, the- also, what's the little shit's name? <laughs> Leonidas or whatever his name is. I think it is Leonidas. Yeah. He gets punched in the head for the rest of his life. Repeatedly. <laughs> get- he, he's just sat in a room and there's a face punch in the head machine. It's one of those just fucking belting him really hard in the face. It's one of those machines that the the ladies have a good time with that's basically a uh, yeah, a, but it's a thing up. push it like um, going back and forth. Yeah, but it's except like, it's a fist. It's been souped up so it'll hurt a space <laughs> They definitely brain. exist. So. They definitely okay, exist. It's, okay, it's but not it's got a rubber like a fist. punching fist. It's got a ceramite fist on it and it's just punching him repeatedly square on the nose yeah. for the rest of his life. He's not yeah. even allowed to go on missions anymore. But not that hard so that the rest of his life is quite short. Yeah, like. so just hard enough so that it hurts and it's an inconvenience. It's really annoying. It's really annoying. Mm. So yeah, basically that. Okay. And right. also, he, there's another machine that occasionally comes out and flicks his ear. Okay. Like, good. okay. like right yeah. in the earlobe. Like, so that's the first question out of about seven in this email. Right, okay. Okay. Drum, mate, you didn't say about yours. Well, no, that was everyone's. On to mine now. So, question for me. Okay. Who's the better drummer? This is a hard question. Dave Grohl or Animal from the Muppets? Ooh. Did you know, know that they're literally the same guy? I mean, if they ever made like a live-action Muppets, I mean, obviously that doesn't work. <laughs> but Dave Grohl would definitely play Animal. 
Dude, they're making like a fucking live action Sonic movie. They'll make like yeah, a, yeah, a, a Muppets yeah, movie true. where there's no Muppets in it. And it's this yeah. Dave Grohl with bad teeth in and like. No, it'll be. It'll be they'll CGI Dave Grohl. They'll make a CG and it'll be just <laughs> Dave Grohl. Yeah. Okay. They'll just no, badly no. green screen it with light spill yeah. and bad cutouts and everything. Those chromos. Oh, God, fucking damn. Yeah. I, I um, think obviously it should be Animal because Animal manages to play drums when his drumsticks are obviously made of rubber. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's fair, yeah. No. And also, he's managed, he manages to do that with an arm up his ass. Yeah. Which he, I don't want to assume anything about Dave Roll, but I don't think he's ever done that. I don't know if I mean, he's ever he, played a gig. He drums with like broken, he's like broken his limbs and carried on going. Fair. But, fair. Jesus Christ. But until we have yeah. proof that he's played, played a gig with a hand up in. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. Animal tank. just. But it's very just. close. Because that'd be one hell of a distraction. Interesting yeah. enough, Dave Grohl, as we mentioned, can play Animal in a film, but Animal could also play Dave Grohl in like a film about Dave Grohl. So yeah, True. like like not even like about <laughs> drumming, just kind of like yeah, yeah. He, he could just do a like a like an autobiographical kind of. Okay, movie. I'm petitioning yeah. it now. We need to make a a story like a thing about um, like the tale of Nirvana. It can be like a real grim, gritty, like upsetting kind of story. Except oh. Dave Grohl is played by Animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it works. That's good. That's snipe. Good. Yes. Will the Snipe and Wib chapter receive Primaris Marines? Yeah, why not? I mean, I don't think, like, you know, everyone, I don't think the Imperium would be super happy about giving us <laughs> Primaris Marines. Don't, don't but, trust them, they will do some weird shit. But with them. we're going to end up with them anyway. So, yeah, yeah. I, I believe. Them forget in, to take them back. I believe, in terms of the quote unquote canon, like official <laughs> canon of the Cardinal Archivist, Everything exists slightly before eighth edition happened. But I still uh, want I want Primaris, so yeah. yeah. All right. That's yeah, we'll we'll get them eventually. It's just it might take a little while because the Imperium probably thinks we're a bit stupid. Fair. Web. Yes. Would it be a fair comparison that the Star Trek Mirrorverse is a diet slash low fat version of the Imperium of Man? Um I mean I guess. They are they are like a tyrannical, heavily xenophobic bunch of shitheads. So yeah, that, um, yeah, that checks out yeah, actually. So, yeah, yeah. yeah um, except somehow, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but 40k has more nuance. <laughs> okay, compared I, to the mirror universe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, compared to that one thing and that one thing only. <laughs> Yeah, I think that might be the, <laughs> one of the few things that, that nuance can be used in terms of 40k. Uh, no, um, it, it's because you know the mirror universe was kind of invented, and it was it was very un- it, it's its portrayals have some of them are okay, but most of them are just tedious. So yeah, uh, a question for everyone again. Cool. Which is your favourite Jerry Anderson production? Um, probably the one that like sticks with me the most is Captain Scarlet. Um, I like Captain Scarlet too because Captain Black was cool. Mm. He was fucking spooky boy. Although he actually, was also kind of hot. Actually, no, no. I, I recount that. Uh, my favorite one is Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. I'm um, still gonna stick with Super Sexy Daddy Black. <laughs> that's fair. Captain Captain Black is Daddy. I'm that's so- fair. I want to fuck a Muppet. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not a Muppet. It's a it's a it's a, a Super Marionette. I want to fuck a Super Marionette, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and those ones, they can't move their legs because their uh, oh, bodies. So you'd be like fucking space marine. <laughs> their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> their bodies are too heavy in Captain Scarlet, 
because uh, because the he- this is the worst, <laughs> most useless piece of information I know. But the puppets that were used in Captain Scarlet because their heads were smaller because they wanted a more realistic scale. All the mechanisms that were normally in the head to make like parts of the oh, head yes. move were actually in the body. Okay. So the bodies became too heavy for them to make them walk, which is why in Captain Scarlet you basically never see the legs move. Well, I mean, huh. to be fair, when I'm done with him, he probably won't be able to move his legs either. Fair point. <laughs> Why am I talking about fucking Super what's, Marionette? What's your favourite Jerry Anderson production? Drama, which Super Marionette would you fuck? It's it's a hard question. I think Thunderbird is probably the one that... I watched the Stingray theme tune occasionally gets into my head. Stingray Despo- theme tune, Stingray theme tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly fucking... that. Um, the next half. What was the... What's the one... With a guy who had a briefcase, was it called Joe something? Joe 90. Yeah, that's it. We used to spend a lot of time as kids making, out of Lego, making various briefcase things that had like locks and <laughs> things hidden inside them. But I think Thunderbirds does stick with me the longest. That's fair. Um, but they, there's a story related to this. So they ask, not only because they love your the Captain Scarlet you did review, the game review you did. Oh, thank you. Um, but also as a personal connection, which is quite a fun story. Um Two personal stories, in fact. Oh. Um, he, um, Woody met his wife. When they first met, she came into his room at uni and saw the Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet DVDs and they hit it off immediately. <laughs> and, now, and now it's ten years later and they've been married for two years. Oh, Aww, Which is sweet. so lovely. Uh, and the second personal story is apparently they, they, they met Jerry at a book signing a while ago oh. and told, told Jerry this first story. And his response to this was, well, don't blame me if you break up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> Okay, wow. It is great. So, yeah, rest in peace, Joey. Oh, Jesus, what a fucking thing to say, mate. (laughs) Fuck me. Um, Right, okay. Husbando and waifu choices. Husbando, Johnny Rico from Starship Troopers. He's no Michael Irons. I'm assuming we're dealing with movie version here rather than book version. Yeah, we will be. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we need to be able to do it just off appearance. Okay. Well, that's um, <laughs> fucking... It's Casper Van Dien? Yeah. He's um, too... I mean, he's not my type. So I'd probably just murder him in cold blood. Yeah, but we're dealing with the, with the, with the wife you're rating. Oh, I'm like, rating. Okay, so like just on looks, because I, I remember he's like basically the main character, but he's kind of like a bit... I am generic main person character thing. So I'm going to give him a four. Um, would it would it change your opinion to know that in the later CGI sequels that are in canon, he does get he basically ends up looking like Big Boss? Yeah, he's got a huh. eye patch and a lot of scars. Oh, actually, realistically, actually, with the, with the kind of power armor, he's, he's got wearing. like a Reed Richards like fucking yeah. spoof of fucking great. He actually looks well. kind of like Solidus. Actually, like, I'm kind of getting into this, so I'm going to give him a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm playing the long game here. An eye patch adds five points if any, for anyone keeping score. Yeah. <laughs> no, eye patch, facial hair, and scarring adds a lot of points. That's that's basically ticking all my boxes. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, I'm going to give him a ten. <laughs> if I remember rightly, Casper and Dean does still voice him at that point. That's fine. If, if I, th- I think they did do that for the later, like... Um, Straight to DVD movies. But yeah, no, I gotta say that he's like 10 out of 10 daddy man okay. right there. So yeah. Uh, I'll, give it, I'll give him a 7. Give him a 7. That's for overarching. Okay, because yeah. I'm strictly speaking just of the okay. older one. Yeah. So yeah. And you, Matt? Um, I mean, I agree with Sniping that he gets better with time and age. He's like wine. But, 
but he's still a, a just an average six for me, to be honest. That's okay, fair. That's fair. Still, still not enough facial hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the one I'm looking at is I think the lighting is accentuating his facial hair, but it's still pretty good. Okay. I like at least okay. a hefty kind of uh, five o'clock shadow. Mm-hmm. Uh, waifu, Dana Scully from the X Files. Ten. Yeah, ten. Yeah, ten. Just, uh, just literally, <laughs> if there was a higher number, I would give her a higher number because she is a perfect fucking ten. Uh, she's a, a cool character. She's amazing. She's, she's really like, cool she's really smart. She's got a really sharp tongue. Mm. She's a she's really fucking good at her job. <laughs> she, she puts up with Mulder's bullshit, but still like keeps telling him he's a fucking moron. She is amazing. She's also literally she's also seen aliens badass. and is like, I don't think aliens exist. Yeah, really. <laughs> so it's like she's just amazing. I love her. She's great. All right, fuck my kills. Okay, snipe. Yeah. Troy Tempest, Phones, or Atlanta Shore? Who are these people? They are characters from Stingray. Oh god! Do you want me to find? Yeah, them I have no idea. We've, who we've got, these we've got a, the- we've got a themed one. Okay, so. okay, okay. Fucking. You don't have a, You don't have the history I do. So um, that, there's just a bunch of old people. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's she? Uh, that is uh, Marina. Aquamarina. Oh, fuck off. These are all so <laughs> ugly. None of these guys um, are attractive. That's Troy Tempest. Oh, God. That's Phones. Um, phones? Yeah, Phones. Um, As in, I'm calling you on the telephone. Yes. Yeah. What? Uh, so I can find Atlanta for you. <laughs> what is happening? I think, I think one of the only things... I watched the Stingway for the theme tune and did not watch any of the rest of it. That's Atlanta. So there you go. That's your choices. I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> okay, so... So, show me the pictures again. That's Troy Tempest. That's Troy Tempest. He looks like he's had some really bad, like, prawns. Yeah. You know? That's oh, phones. Why, are they, why do they all have yoy hands? Because puppets. Um, These aren't very sexy puppets. So just, I'm really just, quite disappointed. Just th- throw them out. Oh, okay. Fuck a puppet. Yeah, yeah, but I wanted to fuck a hot puppet. These puppets aren't hot. <laughs> Okay, yeah, anyway, okay. Troy, that's Troy Tempest, yes. who looks like a melted John Travolta who's allergic to prawns. That's true. That is absolutely that's accurate. That's someone else. That's Atlanta. Okay, so I'm going to kill Troy Tempest. He has to die. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to... Where's the other two people? That's phones. <laughs> I like that they're memorable. <laughs> <laughs> How much you are completely capable of remembering these characters' names is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally on screen right now, and you still can't remember them. I am... Some of them are even labelled. <laughs> it's difficult. I just want to fuck Aquamarina. She's beautiful. I don't like any of these other people. Okay, so Bones, was it? Phones. Nice. Bones. That is not a fucking name. I'll fuck him. Okay. And I'll marry... Atlanta. Atlanta. That's... Marie... Atlanta? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That Good. was a fucking ordeal. Right, moving on. <laughs> I don't think we need to dwell okay, on I'm that. I'm going to minimize this fucking Google search because it's horrible. Yes. Web. Scott Tracy, Virgil Tracy, or Gordon Tracy? Why did he get the better ones? Those puppets look way better. Mm. I mean, Gordon's wet, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I've got to remember what Gordon looks Gordon, like. Gordon's, Gordon's four, right? I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying uh, to remember I'm afraid I've, I've got to. I'm afraid I've got to kill Gordon because his puppet oh. terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. He had, <laughs> he's a scary puppet. He had, he had the puppet that upsets me to look at the most. <laughs> um, 
I'd you don't want to fuck that. I'd, I'd, you don't want to. You don't want to ram that sex machine. I'd probably um fuck Scott because Scott's he looks like he's got like that little smirk going on. Yeah, because he's the le- he's like the token like main brother, and you know I'm sorry. He's just he's been voiced by two people. Was is Shane Rimmer and yeah. Rasmus Hardicker? <laughs> His name is Rasmus Harddicker. <laughs> Oh, that's in the 2015 one. Okay. Yeah, you've okay. got. Oh, that, you d- that doesn't count. That doesn't you have count. got to no, that's fuck not that real. guy. Yeah, that's not that. The, the new one doesn't exist. Let's not mention uh, that. Um, yeah, I'd fuck Scott because he's like, he's like the the, the token like main brother, as it were. Because he, he pilots Thunderbird one, um, and co-pilots I, Thunderbird uh, three. Yeah, I guess he does. Yeah. So he can fly a spaceship. He's cool. But astronauts are a good fuck. I'd have to I'd have to marry Virgil. He seems like the dependable one and he has multiple compartments that you can get different yeah. toys out of. He really? he's a he's he's a trucker effectively. Yeah. Hmm. And he just okay. seems like the more dependable one. So yeah, yeah. that's what I'd do. He is also okay. he he looks very of the time as well. Yes. Um so, so what's yours, Matt? Me, I've got Captain Scarlet. Okay. Lieutenant Green and Colonel White. Okay. And first off, I'm gonna have to kill Colonel White. I'm sorry, but if I fuck him he'd I'd break him. <laughs> and if I marry him, I, it's not in terms of like maximizing. You know, I'd get him for a few years. Well, then... what if he's rich? That, that that doesn't affect me at all. I know, but I'm just kind of saying for like, just so you can be a complete bastard if you want. Yeah, to. no, no, no. We're just going to have to kill him. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm going to avoid being a bastard, and I'm just going to kill him. I'm going to avoid being a bastard. And just kill the old person because he's basically <laughs> dead already. <laughs> yeah, and he probably voted Brexit. I gave Drummer Matt an out, and he just didn't take it. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't um, know, Captain... I, would you rather be a gold digger or a fucking murderer? Apparently yeah. Drama Matt would rather just kill old people because he's ageist. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. We're, okay, I'll ignore him. Okay. okay. <laughs> until, he, until he dies of old age. Um, <laughs> Which won't be much longer. <laughs> Captain Scarlet or Lieutenant... Is he Lieutenant or is he Lieutenant? Is he British or American? Because some, some of them are British and some of them are American, right? I, and some of them are from yeah. like other places. In fact, I'm Lieutenant sure Green. Left. Wasn't Lieutenant Green, he's from... Somewhere else. Well, he is a person of colour, is uh, Lieutenant Green. That's pretty rad. Especially or left- I think it is said as Lieutenant Green in the show. Hmm. Yeah, I was supposed to say, I'm pretty sure character. it's Lieutenant. I don't know how anyone else pronounces that. Anyway, Lieutenant. Captain Scarlet seems like he's a bit too... He's he's the main guy, right? So he's yeah. going to be a bit too full of himself to marry. So I'll yeah. do a fuck with him and then marry okay. Lieutenant Green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to call him Lieutenant, though, because you're English. Lieutenant Green. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Okay, cool. And um, very last thing is up, up, doggo picks just to complete a perfect email. Okay. Yeah. Oh, look at those puppies. Those are good. Are you, are you actually going to post these on Twitter this time? I, I'm. I'm making no promises. <laughs> I might if I remember. <laughs> I do want to give those lovely little doggos a good, good pet they because they good. seem really nice. They yeah, are very they're good great. Puppies. Good puppies. Oh, I love okay. it. Okay. What else, what else we got? Because this is running. Uh, that's long. the end of our email. We've got a few more emails, but let's just speed round time. Okay, okay cool. Lightning round. Pa- Pyro asked, favourite characters from Critical Role? Specific to me for first series and for you, the second series, because that's what we both watched. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen any of it, so... Okay. They, they, lumped you, they lumped you in with Snipe for series two, because I think they probably assumed you've watched some of it by osmosis at this mm, point. I absolutely no, have he not. hasn't, no. Oh, okay. No. Well done. <laughs> well done. All right. Okay, draw up. What about you? Series one. Ooh. Scanlon's great. He's just hilarious. But I think it's mostly because Sam Regal's great and hilarious. Um, 
and it, I like his I like his his arc. So yeah, Scanlan. Okay, so for me, I absolutely adore Fjord, Yasha, and Bo. If you go, on, I, was, I was like, you just go name all. And Jester. Like. <laughs> <laughs> now come on, speed round. You can name one. No. You have to name one, and then we move on. Oh. And if you just groan, we're just going to move on anyway. Just Yasha. Okay, okay good. So, a gestalt entity fjord. of multiple of them combined. Okay, yes, good. yes, 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 cool. yes, yes, yes. Okay, Atticus, fuck my kill. So for Snipe, well, so don't answer straight away. That your first one for Snipe was Hanzo, Ugh. Perturabo, <gasps> and the racist biplane from Far Cry Five. <laughs> 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 but then they felt mean for make. Then they felt mean. Um, did I say who this from? This from Atticus. Yes. Yeah. They, they they felt mean, so they've updated yours. So yours is now He Man, Lord Humongous, and Ge- uh, Geralt. <laughs> oh my god, that first one was horrible. I don't want to marry a racist biplane. <laughs> Can I kill everyone? Okay, so I'm gonna marry Geralt because I can do many fucks with him. Yes. Once I'm married, yeah. I'm gonna fuck Lord Humongous. And- <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna kill He Man because honestly, I think he just take it as a kindness. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Skeletor's way sexier anyway. Absolutely. Have you seen him pre pre like becoming Skeletor? Ooh, ooh is he? Ooh, he's is a he daddy. A, ooh, he's a daddy. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> See, ooh. Seriously, you should look him up that if you haven't seen him. Google pre skeleton Skeletor. He is the definition of tasty man. In like a 2000 series, they like gave him like proper backstory. Yeah, and you can see him. <laughs> I'm actually I'm gonna get. I'm actually gonna Google it. Because, Drama Matt, you need okay. to thirst with us. Okay. Because, oh dang. <laughs> In the interest of speed rounds, let's uh, go on a long tangent. There you go, dude. There you go. Oh my. Yeah, <laughs> right. He is someone you'd want to fuck and not marry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a specific fucking burn. Look at his eyebrows. Yeah. He's not going to he's going to treat you good for one night and one night only. Yeah, that's that's him looking at you as he's about to treat you right. So it's fine. Yeah, anyway, one and only time. You, you, what's, what, you see, you've done your fuck mm. Mario. What's the next okay. one? Web. Okay. Jack Draco. Okay. Randolph Carter. Okay. Oh, okay. Khan Noonien Singh. Okay. But played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. Um, are we talking about Randolph Carter, the, like, the, the voice, the actor, voice actor, actor and, and, and writer for TTS? Or are we talking about the character of the Lovecraft story? Yes. <laughs> okay, so we'll have, I'm just going to say, prob- it's cause considering like the collection, it's probably not yes. the Randolph Carter yes. we know. So <laughs> we're just going to say that it's the Lovecraft story. Um, so if it's the Lovecraft really story weird. guy... Um, well, uh, what was the first one again? Jack Draco. Okay, uh, well... I really want to pronounce it Jack, because it's J-A-Q. Uh, well, he is, he is from, um, Ian Watson's novel Inquisitor, so he's going to die. He deserves it. (laughs) Honestly, I think that's, again, a kindness. Um, which means, I guess I am going to, uh, fuck Randolph Carter... Um, from the stories. From the stories. Um, <laughs> not, not from the... not from TTS. <laughs> this is going to be one of those complicated Discord messages, isn't it? It really um, is. Uh, so um, you know, get, getting down deep with some eldritch horror. You know, that could be a thing. Deep dick some eldritch. I literally don't remember anything about the Randolph Carter story at the moment. Actually, yeah. I completely forgot. I, about I'm it. blanking pretty hard. Um, I think it's one of the, one of the short ones. Um, the something, oh fuck, what's it called? It's the something of Randolph Carter. The fucking of Randolph um, Carter. There's a short game based around it. Um, 
And so I guess I am marrying um, Benedict Cumberbatch, I guess. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch seems like a cool enough guy. Um, just, he just isn't good in Sherlock. Well, no. I mean, he is good in Sherlock. It's just the script is fucking balls. Um, and he's not great in um, Into Darkness, but that's because Into Darkness is hot because garbage. The, yeah, that's the thing. It's um, like he's... But, but <laughs> what I could do is marry him, but every time we make sweet, sweet love, Please I'll close that. my eyes and pretend he's Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> <laughs> the true card in my heart. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, sure, why not? Go for it. <laughs> what next? Uh, my fuck, my kill. I get Adam West's Batman. Ooh. Okay. Caldor Drago. Okay. And Gandalf. Okay. <laughs> That's it's a great collection. Diverse. Yeah, So like first it. up, I mean, who doesn't want to fuck Adam, Adam West's Batman? I think if... I just, people... I'm just imagining the like pow sound like sound effects as you're <laughs> yeah. doing it. This, like, there are two people squish. on this earth. There are two people on this Smush. earth. People who would admit that they would fuck Adam West Batman and liars. Mm. And Adam West. Yeah. And Adam West. <laughs> who is not a liar. Adam West would totally want to fuck Adam West Batman. Dude, everyone does. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Adam West's Batman would definitely want to fuck Adam West's Batman. Yeah, That's but like, I feel that Adam West's Batman wouldn't be a very satisfying screw. No? Because well, I think I mean, he'd just I'd be kind try. Of, I think he'd just get tired pretty much instantly and just want to nap. I was going to say we're really bad at this quick fire thing. We've yeah. been recording okay. for two and a half hours right yeah, now. Yeah. Okay, fucking Batman. Okay. okay. I'm going to marry Gandalf. I feel like he could have some good conversations. Yeah, I think he'd be really yeah. boring and just be smoking at you like a jerk all day. We can just sit and smoke. That's fine. Yeah, you can fuck off. You just like you just like the idea of marrying old men and killing them. Wizards live for a really long time. So. Yeah, yeah but he's, he's, he's not. He's not old. a man. Yeah. yeah, but he's not a man. He's a demigod. So. Okay, demiman. Fine. <laughs> I know. I know. I've, I've just said about the really quick uh, about the uh, being bad at doing the quick fire round, but just super quick thing. So it's okay um, when you. Am I the only one that thinks in the movies they really, 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 really poorly put across um, that Gandalf is not just a dude. Yeah, yeah, because like, I didn't know that, and I've read the books. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he's not a human. Yeah, he's 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 equivalent in godliness, like mythicalness, as the um, um, big baddie that he fights on the bridge. Balrog. Yeah. Yes, he, they're they're like equivalent levels of good and evil of the, but of the same sort. Yeah, of but he doesn't hierarchy. have the hugeness, and I'd probably want to fuck the Balrog. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Fair. He's got a hot piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> Last email. Farseer Farseer Seanus. Hey Seanus. Lord of the Duck Butter. <gasps> oh. oh good, that's back. Um, <laughs> they feel sorry for, for me now getting lots of pictures of cocks, because apparently you asked for them, Snipe. Although I haven't got any, so he sent one. It's a it's a beautiful cock. Oh good. It's 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 a it's a pretty colourful chicken. Good. Um, Spoil- so yeah, spoilers. send send drama map pictures of cute chickens. Because all um, chickens are cute. Yes. Uh Snipe. Yeah. Is Nigel Stormcaller a good name for a dog? Yes. Fucking yes. yes, it is. It's a good it's name a for good... a baby. Just, <laughs> just go and name someone's baby Nigel Stormcore. Honestly, Nigel is just a good name for any pet. Like, imagine having a budgie and calling it Nigel. That'd it's be like, great. Oh, our Nigel got on top of the fridge again. Or a cat called Nigel. Oh, yeah. And you could call, it, like, you could call him Nige. Yeah. Like, Drummer Matt used to call me, and it drove me fucking yeah. bananas, because I wasn't a cat or a budgie. Or you can have, like, you have a mouse called Nigel. Yeah. All of those really small yeah. hamsters. We, we're not. We're not just going to list. Pets <laughs> just list all of the animals. I just want pets. Okay. Very last thing before okay. we can end this madness. <laughs> One last fuck, marry, kill. Okay. okay. Snake. Solid snake. 
Snake. Snake Pliskin from Escape from New York. And Snake, Mia from Monsters Museum. Museum. I have... Mm, oh, 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 Musume. Musume, yes. It's a trash anime where it's just a Um, bunch of girls going, I forget that I have tits and I'm going to just force them onto a boy. It's it's a really cringy harem anime. It's awful. Okay. I have really like it. I really hate it. I have picture evidence. And here's the the, the picture of a cock as well. The cock isn't in um, Football Night. You see, you said, oh, here's the picture of the cock as well. And it was just Kurt Russell. (laughs) 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 I'm like, well. So there you go. There's, There's your three snakes. Oh. I think really you're the snake I'm killing, expert here. Yeah, that's I, yeah. Oh, I really am. Yes. Oh, I am. Okay, so I'm gonna kill. I can't remember her name, but she she's the one who goes, darling. That's her. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna kill her with Fair. a fucking smile on my face. <laughs> I am going to fuck Snake Pliskin and then live out the rest of my life in. In holy matrimony with Solid Snake because Metal Gear Four doesn't exist, so he's just going to stay young and hot forever. I like how the image used is like the Metal Gear Two era. I yeah. think that's actually the Smash Brothers model. It is the Smash Brothers. Um, model. Why do I know that? Because <laughs> I look at pictures of Snake yeah. all day, uh, where he's got quite a prominent uh, mullet for mm. you to nuzzle into when you get cold. Are night. you kidding? That's what you grab onto. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you like him so much, you bloody Australian. <laughs> This explains so much. Hey, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No. And on that startling realisation, the podcast is ending. Everybody go home. Everyone evacuate. This has been... Evacuate the building. The exits for this podcast are located on the right and the left, at the front and the rear of the vehicle. <laughs> yes. Just any way you can, Leave. Thank you so much for listening to this oral hallucinatory nightmare. I've been Snipe. I've been Wib, I suppose. And Drama um, Matt has been Gary. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have to end it stupidly as well. Goodbye, everybody, and thank you for watching. Bye! Bye. Bye.